to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is Looper. Pop it your DVD or blur. This time we'll get it right. Press play and press pause when the TriStar logo fades to black. And at the first frame you perceive of all black, press pause. In a second I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause. At which point I'll press play, you'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together. And it'll be in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except of course with four friends in your head. Those friends this week are myself as always, Steve Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. Hey. So I was looking forward to Looper for a long ass time because I had heard about it since even way before the trailers because my friend Megan apparently saw it at a screening three years ago and it was like this thing that I've been hearing about like Ryan Johnson's next thing is a time travel movie where Bruce Willis and Joseph, you know, this whole thing I'm like alright that sounds kind of cool sounds and then the, good. the first trailer came out I was like that's an impressive looking movie too that's a really beautiful movie shit I'm so excited and it came out it ended up being a really divisive movie in the diff crowd uh, <laughs> because I really really liked it uh, I, I think it's beautiful and uh, I'm a big fan of it but I can also see the problems and while they don't hold me back from liking it they are manifest I mean it's, it's there it's, it's, it's clearly written on the wall the, the, the things that you are going to talk about with Looper if you're going to talk about it um, but as a movie I love it and I'm, I'm a big fan of it I'm glad it exists uh, we'll talk more about the <laughs> the dicey stuff later brian looper yeah uh same because i've been a fan of ryan johnson for you know since brick uh since i was living in florida at the time with my roommate my roommate said hey there's a great movie that's going to be playing like an hour away but we should go see it it's like okay so we went drove an hour to the only theater in all of florida i think that was showing it uh, and loved it and i love brothers bloom uh so i r- was really excited about this movie and i s- I think the division that exists overall about opinions with this movie exists within my head because <laughs> part of me just really wants to love it and damn the torpedoes. Yeah. But the, the other cognitive half of dissonance me, of it. Yeah. But the other half of me goes, well, there's the two magic beans and this and that and all the rest, which I'm sure we'll get into all the nitty gritty of. But uh, that cognitive dissonance that I think exists externally exists within my brain as well. Dorkman, what's uh, what's your thing with Looper? Um well, I liked I liked Brick as well, so mm. I was certainly very interested. Have you seen Brothers Bloom? I haven't seen Brothers Bloom. I'll tell uh, it to I, you as soon as Trey gives me oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember to give it back to you. Uh, I I did see Ryan Johnson's episode of Breaking Bad. Yes. So, and I like yeah. that one, which too. I don't hate the, as. Uh, no, as, I like it. Wait, did he direct an episode? He directed the bottle episode, the fly, yeah, the fly yeah. one. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, and I like that one. Uh, like you say, I think a lot more than a lot of people do. Yeah. Um. So I was interested in this one. the The thing about the thing about Looper is. I really like the movie it is in the first half, and I, I like pretty well a lot of what the movie is in the second half, but they're not, it's not a single movie all the way through, and that's what's the most frustrating to yeah. me. Um, and yeah, that's ultimately what it comes down to. I, it's, I, I think there's great character work, great performances. Um, it's, it's extraordinarily well shot, and I really like the style and stuff like that. You can tell it's the guy who made Brick because that kind of neo, uh, pseudo-noir, neo-noir sensibility is yeah, there definitely. very much. Um, but, um, yeah, it just kind of doesn't hold together. And I think, I think online it's, I've sounded like I'm, I'm more disagreeable with it than I really am because I end up getting into arguments with people who are very religious about this movie. And, you know, you say, well, it had, you know, I like Looper, but it had this problem, blah, blah, blah. And then they go, no, that's <laughs> yeah. not a problem. Because You're you, the problem. Yeah. You, you just didn't understand because this, that, and the other, and coming up with these convoluted things. Yeah. And, and it's as like the Prometheus arguments, as, yeah. as I was saying, um, uh, you know, 
Ryan coined a great phrase because Looper. I think the people who really, really love Looper and and really are you know talking about what a what a smart and awesome and it's the return of sci-fi and blah blah blah. They're bringing a lot of their own pavement um, to Looper. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's a dumb movie. Um, I'm just saying it's not. It's not well. It's not primer. It's getting credit yeah. for as if it's primer, and it's not primer. Even though Shane Carruth was there, he yeah. helped Ryan Johnson. Shane Carruth made primer. Uh, helped Ryan Johnson with this, right? Created, but um, you know, so I, what, I do you like it ish? I like it okay, but it's it's it's. But it's despite what it would seem, <laughs> given the given the uh, the arguments I've gotten into over it, I don't actually feel that strongly about it. Yeah. Uh, in in the long run, so and um, probably I mean, there's how, certainly a lot to say about it, but but and I have a feeling how this commentary is going to play out. I think is going to we're going to end up uh, dumping on this a little more than I think right. any of us feel that negatively about. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's ultimately... The, 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 yeah. the issues are so different. It's an academic exercise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 all, it's everything we talk about. Trey, yeah. what's your thing with Looper? I, 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 same thing is, is um, even though we're going to spend the next two hours talking about what's wrong with Looper, that will be the most I've ever thought about Looper in my yeah. life. <laughs> um, I don't think I devoted two hours to it. The two hours I spent watching it the first time, um, I mostly watched it. Um, but it, uh, it it has I, I while I'm not invested in Ryan Johnson particularly. I mean, I did I did like most of Brick. I did like most of the Brothers McMullen, um, <laughs> and I like I like many things about Looper in its individual components. And, and for me. That's that's the Ryan Johnson thing. It's like you can shoot well. You're good with actors. You have some good ideas. If you could just put all that into one coherent movie, you will really be something, my friend. And, yeah. and to me, he hasn't yet achieved that. Um, he he may yet. He he will. I mean, he's he's on the opposite. We talked last week. We did. Uh, we talked about some other. We talked about our favorite movies and stuff. He's on the opposite track from like Paul Thomas Anderson. It's like Paul Thomas Anderson started by making what were for me were great movies, and he's getting more and more off the mark as he goes. Ryan Johnson's getting a little closer every time, so maybe a couple more movies he'll be he'll be my guy. Um, but he's not there yet. Um, you know, not that he has to be. I don't think he spends a lot of time worrying about what I think <laughs> yeah. of his movies either. And that's the that's the that's the deal. But um, yeah, Looper is a lot of good ideas, too many for this one movie, and not all of them executed very well, and a great many of them not particularly well thought out. Um, and the the biggest problem I have, and the reason I, I kind of went into it with, well, I hear this is good. You know, like everyone says it's good. Let's check it out. And, and as it played out, it was like, well, it's just, it's for me, it was all over the map. It's trying to connect too many dots and not connecting enough of them. And, uh, it's now it's, we were just rewatching a piece of it. And again, I've only seen it the one time, uh, we were just rewatching a piece of it. And I was like, Oh, son of a bitch, this thing has at least three magic beans in it. God <laughs> damn. Um, so we'll get to that. It's just, it's too many. It's, it's, it's 15 pounds of movie idea in a 10 pound movie sack. And, uh, <laughs> and I think it should have been trimmed. I would, I would have loved to have been the guy to go, let's take one more pass at this script. Cause this could be awesome. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's shave off these rough edges and let's get a through line that really people can follow that, that makes sense. And let's get rid of some of these things that are a little dopey and, uh, you know, see what we can do. That's, that's, would have been my preference. This will be a this will be a safe commentary for Ryan Johnson to listen to. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like he's going to like he, like it matters. When yeah, you yeah. Think of it, but uh, you know, you're at the point. God where bless the, him for trying. You're at the point where the TriStar logo has faded to black. As we are here, put your finger on the button. Three, two, one. On pause. It was actually interesting in the forum. Um, 
Ash Digital uh, told me about Ryan Johnson had gone on a podcast recently and discussed magic bean theory. Uh, and on this podcast, <laughs> he didn't call it that though, right? He did. <laughs> he's, he, he's, really? he is no fan of but magic uh, bean. It, we literally originated that here, he, or pieces of magic, or something. I think he's the Blake Snyder terms. Piece of magic, but yeah. um, like but he was talking Mumbo about Jumbo. he was talking about all of that stuff, and uh, he uh, it was funny because he wasn't asked about it. He brought it up because some people he's like people have had problems with. There's, there's this stupid piece of screenwriting advice that you shouldn't have two pieces of magic in your movie, and it, it didn't really work for him. And the reason he kept the uh, all the TK stuff. He wanted Are Sid. Subtitles working. Uh, oh damn, they should be. Ah, damn it. We'll see if we can turn them on. We'll see what we can do here. Uh, right. But the reason he kept the TK stuff going on was because he wanted Sid to be a threat now. He didn't want him to be like this. Maybe theoretical, he'll grow up and be evil kind of thing. He wanted to be clearly malevolent and terrifying sure. now. I, and I and, and I have I think a problem with that. It's I think there might have been a, that, a better but, way of doing that. Yeah. 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 The, the the thing is, I, I mean, if we're just going to jump straight to that, just straight to um, the magic bean. The um, the issue is that it's a matter of integration. It's like, first of all, I'm not sure that I like. I understand that's why he did it, um, but I, I'm not sure whether or not that was necessary. More so, there you go. More so, it's the issue that that's there just so you can have kind of those scenes at the end, and so it's it's set up at the beginning of oh, you know, TK is a thing, and but it's not really powerful. It it strikes me as. You know, he wanted that for the end, and he wanted Sid to be a threat and stuff like that, but he didn't really want to have to deal with the ramifications of telekinesis really existing in this world. So he just went, yeah, there's TK, but it sucks, and I'm not going to talk about it for the next hour and a half until I get back to Sid. And then I already mentioned it, so you you can't say I didn't, and it coming out of nowhere, but it still feels like – it feels like a contrivance yeah. he, rather he, than part of the I think story. that's exactly the opposite choice. I, yeah. I, would, I think it was the wrong the- – He put the gun on the mantle, but – but then he didn't bother to 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 say or to build who owned that gun right. or how the gun ended up on the mantle in the first place yeah. or what the gun is doing in the well, house. Well, that, that's the other problem. Is like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like literally like you, you walk in, why is there a gun on your mantle? No reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean, but because this is such a near future thing, it also feels really, it's like, okay, time travel's been invented and also for apparently unrelated reasons, yeah. for no reason, 10% of the population is now telekinetic. Yeah. But never mind that for the next hour. And just half. to justify that. And, and actually, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because this this a similar question came up we just did dread yeah uh, whatever order these get released in but there's a there is a magic being in dread there's a psychic person and it's established in the movie through through dialogue that psych you know the psychics do exist and they have relatively you know relative amounts of of power and and um, what they can do and this particular character is you know the most psychic person they've they've encountered and they want to see what her abilities are etc etc um that's and that's a magic being um I don't I don't I don't understand any argument about why you he even have to go to the, get why everyone has to be psychic to justify the kid being psychic because the whole we all accept the trope of psychics are rare and unusual and they just pop up from time to time and someone will be psychic. I mean, you don't have to go, well lots of people are psychic to justify why the one, one, the one person is, is being yeah. psychic. I, um, I mean, this, I think you do have to justify that this is something that is known to exist within the the realm of the world of the well, film. See, but but I, it doesn't have to be. But I, I disagree like entirely because it's like it, name another example where that's the case. Do we have to ex- explain? You know why Firestarter can do what she does? We have to explain why Danny can, can no, has the shine. No, do but that's the to... that's the premise of the movie. The premise of this movie is already the the time travel, and then if you that's add, if, if, if Sid well, only shows up in the third act the way he does, it, well, you know, it's... It, my point is that 
Yes, you shouldn't have the magic bean at all. It should yeah. have been a different plot yes. where you didn't have to have the psychic bullshit because you've already got time travel yes. and that's you're, you're in trouble already. I just think I think it made it far, far worse to go. So what's the deal with the psychic? Uh, lots of people are psychic. Well, now it's like, well, now I'm really what, Why is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, why is that? Where do they come from? Yeah, what, what is what that about? That um, that... As opposed to at, at least you could have had a cleaner, straighter through line of saying the, the Rainmaker showed up in the future. He did. He did all these amazing things by himself. How is that possible? No one knows. But apparently he had some for whatever reason, he was able to take over the world. Um, And then you meet this kid and you go, how did that kid take over the world? Because he's fucking psychic. You know, it's like you could have you could have just saved that as a reveal. Like, holy shit. Now I know, you know, but you don't have to. It doesn't justify it to go. Well, a lot of people are psychic because that just opens up a can of worms. It doesn't it doesn't solve a problem. It makes things worse. Um, Not to mention not to mention the fact that I'm just I was offended by the use of it in that. And and I, I blame X Men for this. Um, yeah. X Men has created this new oh that evolution this, this new mutation. stupid idea of what a mutation even is. Yeah, where mutation is not suddenly random Super animals powers. around the world all exhibit a new thing. That's not mutation. That's an act of God or yeah. or something. Because mutation does not account for that. So this idea that suddenly most of the you know many people in the world are, are can do this is yeah. like well first of all nothing comes of that whatsoever nothing whatsoever is made of that yeah. it doesn't do any contribute anything else to the plot it made me immediately go what and the fact that it's it is no matter how you dress it up it's still a second magic bean there's time travel and there's psychokinetic we, ability spontaneously occurring we just actually had it introduced and even when watching yeah. the movie first time sitting in the yeah. theater he starts flipping the cord and they start talking about it and I go, I'm pretty sure the movie just broke. Yeah. I'm exactly. pretty sure sitting here yeah. watching it. It's like that the one, movie just one more thing and it's Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. how, you know, one more magical thing. We've already seen there's time travel in this, you know, and, and, you know, if they went to the club and there's aliens having a drink at the bar, then why not? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, it's that movie. So, and, and, and my thing is that, um, I, I, I had a point I was going to make and I, I totally lost it, but you know, it'll come back to me at some point. But, um, Look, girls with, breasts yeah <laughs> um but yeah i absolutely agree what what might have what what could potentially have made that work is like you say nothing really comes of it other than that okay we we just have to attempted to justify put it in our minds to thing. supposedly justify yeah. it later i guess it, it might have been interesting if like you said suddenly 10 percent of the population has this ability maybe that has something to do with that, time travel that's maybe where I was some kind of conspiracy we, as long as we're making shit up yeah Make it connect. Yeah. <laughs> that the yeah. fact that they're you know, the at least make them a magic peanut thing. so they come in the same shell. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like, is it because that looping is happening that it's causing, you know, ripples in the space time continuum and yeah. it's disturbing the laws of physics? I mean, you know, as long as we're hand waving and just making up stuff anyway, uh, you know, I, I that's a way that's that if they pulled it off, it could have been just as stupid, but that's to me that's a direction you could have gone in yeah. to say, you know, why are why is this happening? And or the fact that okay, well, the rainmaker and he's in the future, and he's if if time travel was because of the rainmaker, uh, that the rainmaker's whatever hoo ha he oh, was doing cool. enabled looping in the first place. Mm, that's and that's you know? and it, I and like that's, how that ties and now it he's like poisoning the timeline by by sending this energy through the cycle wow. time and again, and people are spontaneously starting to be telekinetic. You know, as nice. long as you're making shit up, you know, that's sure, it's all I bullshit. Like that. Um, but that was the thing I was thinking about, and also I think it's just dramatically 
it felt like I, I understand the decision behind it, but it still feels like it's one of those cases where you go, well, the story says this, so this can't happen. You know, the William Goldman answer is, well, change your story so that happens exactly. because that's a problem. Um, I think it's a real problem that they just talk about the Rainmaker and we don't see him. We don't hear anything. You know, he's always oh, this. Ooh, he's this big thing. It's like I think I think you want to see something about the Rainmaker of like, you know, the the future he's this you know whatever he is he's he's Satan incarnate of the future and if he comes your way he you know he melts you he melts your face you know I, I think Bruce Willis needs to have seen that you know encountered that or had some direct encounter with that even if it was the fact that and again I'm 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 rewriting the plot tremendously now and maybe it wouldn't hold together but I'm saying what if the Rainmaker is what sends you through time what if it, it's you know if you just tweak the the way this whole thing works where the rainmaker then says you have served me well bye blam yeah. you know but the you know, time's up and he's the one who sends you back you know and, and Interesting. something like that I again, was, i'm just i'm just i'm just again i'm spitballing these aren't necessarily genius yeah, ideas cool. but but to to turn the two magic beans into one yeah. i think is a, somehow or other i think would have been tremendous improvement for this movie yeah i mean going off the going off the trailer like I said, this this movie is two very distinct halves, yeah. and and it actually the change happens exactly at the midpoint, like yeah. in terms of time when it goes to the farmhouse. Yeah, when it goes to the farmhouse, and I think the impression I got from the trailer and and the the movie that I was very interested in seeing is the idea that the to me the idea that closing your loop is a common standard part of the job that was it's a cool idea it's a cool idea but if you break it down and start to think about it, it yeah it, i think it, it was a, i think it was a, what i liked better was the idea that you're an assassin of the future and what if the person sent back is you yeah, yeah. and you realize not that it's, you. it's, yeah, it's, it's not a that's not that it's standard procedure it's, it's weird and yeah. wrong and just doesn't make any sense and and like why would well, they send them does, to you yeah because it yeah. doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah it in what situation wouldn't you not send it you know, like like we, what what's his friend? What's Paul uh, Paul uh, Dano's name? I forget. Uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you would send Paul, Paul Dano yeah, if if this no, were a real setup. Real if this were a real system, whatever operation operation, yeah. you would send Joseph Gordon Levitt to Paul Dano, Dano and, and Paul Dano to yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt's. Yeah, and you just always needed to make sure you had an even number of loopers, yeah. so you never ever have the opportunity for a moral quandary. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you're going to do that at all, which again, I think the more interesting version is that's not yeah, how it that's works. Not how it just, works. Yeah. He gets himself by accident, yeah. and it's like, whoa, what? Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. My whole thing with Looper is I, I really like Looper a lot, but these problems are clearly visible even to me. And my issue is I like it so much that I don't want it to be this way. Right, because exactly. it's like yeah. because it's like this is so tremendously cool. <laughs> yeah. it's a, I, it's I a wish, beautiful girl I really with wish, a hair lip. And you, yeah. you could totally get that fixed. You exactly. could have fixed that. I really wish, you know, as as much as I like everything about Looper as it is. This really could have yeah. Cause, been cause, better. Cause this this is, could have been the movie that some people claim it is. It yeah. could have been like a real like, oh my god, but that's, I, a, you know, that's a but, solid but piece looking, of work. Uh, uh, because know. the thing is, everything, uh, everything but the the script in the in terms I mean, of the problems we're talking it happens about twice in this goddamn movie. Yeah. Just two guys have the exact same problem where their system for controlling what's yeah. going to happen with yeah. the loopers it's, falls and, apart. And who's they surprised see by that? It's a pretty yeah. slippery system. Yeah. The the. Yeah, it's it's like everything is firing on all the cylinders except for the mechanics of the the plot and the <laughs> and the story. And it's dragging a trailer with no wheels on yeah. it. But it's yeah, <laughs> you'd, get, exactly. you'd get much better mileage if you put some wheels <laughs> yeah. on that thing. But but in terms of how it's made, it's you, you watch it and go, "Man, this is 
nobody makes a sci-fi movie like this. Nobody, yeah. tr- nobody really treats a sci-fi movie as though it is not a sci-fi movie. Yeah. You know, the way that, that Ryan Johnson is doing here. And, and certainly I understand that that's what a lot of people are responding to when it comes to this film because there is so much about it to like it's just like i said i end up getting into arguments with people when they extend it to one of those things is the story and the plot and it's like no that now we are having a disagreement could have been very close yeah. like See that, talking right, about right here but, like this is okay if we take out the part where closing loops is normal mm-hmm. yeah you know and we take out the part where I mean, we just saw a guy in a bar going, I just shot myself. I mean, it's like, really? (laughs) Everybody, that's how they react. And they think that's awesome. And it's hand-waved away by saying that, oh, well, you know, this loopers aren't the most forward-thinking of people. Okay, fine. I don't think you have to be that forward-thinking to go, I really don't want any part of this. But if you drop all that and you just have this where he goes... You know, they're sending us us half the time. Yeah. Did you know that? It's like, no, what the fuck? Are you kidding yeah. me? You know, like, then it's yeah. Then there's then it becomes then he's know, like, well, hold up, you know, yeah. Then then it's me- a- and maybe, yeah, maybe the guy in the bar is just the first person to realize yeah. it. Then no, I'm saying no. Cut that scene of yeah. the guy in the bar. Cut the whole idea that they know how these things end. Let this be the, this, the, this first, be the first time. You yeah, know who yeah, they sent me? The, me! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, wait, we're what? The same thing. And, yeah. you know, while we're doing that, one other issue is... Yeah, then it's, it can't then it's be, an original Philip K. Dick story. Like, yeah. so, like it, that's Ryan Johnson writing a Philip so K. Dick story. So it's like, wait a minute. Is that how this ends? Does that Is that how it ends for all of us? I don't know. Let's investigate and have a movie plot about that. Exactly. Exactly. I, Why is that I, happening? Because there's this dude in the future who's taken over and all kinds of weird shit's going down, which we just found out about for the yeah. first time by this myself who came back and told it to yeah, me. Yeah, I thought he was going to have to team up with Bruce Willis. First, he's going to have to try and kill Bruce Willis right. because everyone's telling him, you got you to gotta do this. And then he's like, no, no, I'm you and you, you don't even understand. We need to sort this yeah. out. And then they team up. Things and go get on, really like, weird in the future. Yeah. And um, uh, oh, I forgot what else I was going to well, say. Well, the other thing about this is, bear in mind, not everyone who gets sent back is a looper. Sometimes right. they're just bad no, people. Mo- no, yeah, most, most of the time. time. It's most every time looper does get sent back and right. killed by yeah. a looper. Oh, which means, that's what I was going to say. Which means there's no way in hell Joe is the first guy to spin around right. and, yeah. and, and go, don't not, shoot me, it's and me. And not get shot. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. They have a giant bulletproof vest on their back. <laughs> but, but, but it's not the first time that happened. And here's the thing. Um, uh, Zarban said this in the in the forum, and, and it, was, it was a really great point. Um, he's like... Why why do they send the loopers back after 30 years to keep them from talking about – it's like if they haven't talked about it for the last 30 years, yeah. Yeah. they're not the ones you have to worry about. They've been yeah. walking the and streets they, for 30 they, years. They've been walking the streets for 30 years knowing you're going to do that to them, and, and they, they still, still didn't do it. They have every reason to blow yeah. your cover now. They've already gotten their money. Yeah, and they've got thirty years to like Bruce Willis. He had thirty years to go. I'm out. That was terrible. What I did. I feel bad about it. I'm <laughs> let me gonna... go on Nightline and tell you all about exactly. it. Exactly. Let yeah. me. Let me. Now, when you take everything we just said for the last fifteen minutes, and and take that as read, <laughs> everything about Looper's fucking amazing. <laughs> like I, I, I love the character. So far, we can phantom edit this into a much well, yeah, better movie. Well, but, yeah. but I love. I mean, some some people have said that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's. Uh, character is too much of an impression of Bruce Willis. I disagree. I think he's nailing it. I think I, it's. I, it's, yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's uncanny. Yeah. Because they look nothing fucking alike. Yeah. With, even, you know, even with the makeup, with, 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 some, with some makeup, it it's a little bit weird. It's you know on the bridge of his nose and yeah. his upper lip is has been a little on his jaw. It seems like yeah. Too. yeah. But but they look nothing alike. And JGL is fucking channeling he's Bruce the mannerisms. Yeah. He just so he talks right. like him. He he moves his face like he's just. It's not just a vocal impression. It's like he really reminds me of Bruce Willis constantly. Yeah, he does no, this little like 
smirk and yeah. chuckle off to it's the, the side. Way, thing. It's the way he smirks and kind of moves his lips when he's not talking. Yeah, and that's, stuff like it's that. The lips. And, yeah. yeah, and I love the bit we we missed it a second ago when he's getting ready for work. He looks or when he's getting ready to go out to the club, he checks his hairline in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson's like, yeah. we didn't talk about that. He just did that, and I was like, oh my god, that's genius. That was that's a great moment. Yeah, where he, you know he's like, oh damn, my hair's receding. I yeah. just thought that was so perfect. That's the, the that's the. The sad thing about this movie look is like, how much he looks like Bruce Willis. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't look like and, Bruce Willis, and yet he does. Yeah, so it's funny because we know exactly what Bruce Willis looked like at that age, and yeah. he didn't look like that. But you know, it's a movie. But the um, God, he's nailing it. The uh, yeah, there's so much about this movie. I mean, you know, the, there's not. This is not incompetent filmmaking no. by no, any means. Not at all. This is well made. That's what this, makes it more of a bummer. It's well made. Yeah. It's well acted. It's beautifully shot. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of good ideas. It just it just doesn't great, quite great world building. It doesn't gel. Yeah, doesn't and the gel. world well the, actually the world building I would quibble with the world building because I think that's to me that's the problem. Yeah, is the ramifications of all the things that it's throwing out there are not actually I thought mean, through. I guess I mean more setting building. Yeah. I like the way the city the production looks. design versus yeah, yeah production design. Yeah, but the little yeah. the world building in terms of okay, this is the world these characters live in. This right is here is not like, really thought through. No. I, I love Jeff Daniels. I was, I was just another say, another dangling thread. Yeah, that, uh, this yeah. scene, this scene is my favorite in the movie. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what Jeff Daniels does and his and performance then, and, and stuff like that, and, Inclu- and it includes my my favorite line in the movie. I'm from, I'm from the, the future. future. Go to China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Why are you learning French? You exactly. Learn which, he, learn which he which he does, which is yeah. fine. I'm but, from the future. Um, Move to China. <laughs> yeah. The the. The whole Jeff Daniels thing is like there's so much great setup with this character and then a very sort of anticlimactic payoff yeah. of, you know, he just, I, I, well, and he also, doesn't actually contribute. You, you know, a lot of people say, like, if someone said, you know, what if the 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 Gat Man was, you know, get, grows get up to be. Yeah. But it's like, well, they know that, first of all, which, yeah. you know, and it would be sort of obvious, you know, that that's the case. Um which is fine. I mean, you could. I mean, that, it might have been a weird little subplot where it's just like these guys. These himself. guys know that you know know that they're each other. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just like because they're a special case. I came back from the future, but I didn't kill myself because I'm the guy who's sent back to run things. Um, but the and then he keeps having to beat the shit out of exactly. himself. Exactly, he keeps just, that would be hysterical. He keeps having to discipline himself. Yeah, but it's like he's but, mentoring but, himself. But, but it's like. like I'm not going to cut your fingers off because, you know, then I, I, then, I, then I won't be able to type anymore. What do you, you know, you're safe. Don't worry about it. But it will be psychological. But I will give myself arthritis. Yeah. By exactly. But I will be yeah. really pissed at you a lot. There's a, I mean, there's that. But uh, the, the it, again, it just doesn't. Yeah. Not that they didn't have, not that they had to do that, but they don't do, ultimately don't do anything with him yeah. that, that pays off in any interesting N- way. Neither with him or with Kid Blue, really. Yeah. Kid Blue goes out really ignominiously, too. He just on the on the motorcycle or motor, you know, hover thing. And the then speeder bike. The speeder yeah. bike. He's on the speeder bike, and then he's shot off the speeder bike, and that's the end. And it doesn't really yeah. achieve or affect anything. Oh, but I always that, get so bugged when we're talking about these things because they're so right, and I just want to like the movie. Stop. Yeah. Because yeah. I love Jeff Daniels. Yeah, and what he's doing right here is, of course, um, foreshadowing what he what he just said. He's like, I looked at you, and I had a vision of your future, and blah, 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 which is exactly what happens to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. In the end, he sees Sid running off and has a vision of his future and decides to change it. So right. that's where he's... They're setting that up right here. But, God, it's just beautifully shot it's really like ryan is really good with actors yeah like really good mm-hmm. just great performances including from everyone including the kid everyone was remarking the kid that's the kid bringing his own payment you know? yeah that's the kid just being odd and scary and good and i've always had this thing that i think that the really good kid actors are all kind of terrifying all of them yeah well they're, too smart. they're frighteningly yeah. smart uh is what it the, is the fucking it's true six sense kid uh, uh, Joel Joel right, I was yeah. going to say he's Joel, but it was yeah. the middle name. Just there's there's a nine-year-old scary. nominated for Best Actress right now for. Uh, you know, yeah. just but she, she in Beasts of Southern Wild, she's not like 
pre-adults in a way that yeah. you know this kid or yeah. Haley Joel Osment. It's like uh, you're just an adult in a really small body. Yeah. In some well, way. you know, they, they they there is a farm where they come from, and I was there yesterday. <laughs> I uh, I was I was over at Disney. I was watching a Disney show being shot. I don't yeah. know, Brian Brian was there for you were there for for a little while. You saw you saw, you saw the main kid. You saw yeah the, yeah. And I don't think you were there later when one of the other. I saw like two. There apparently there's three other. You saw them talking to each other? Three girl regulars, and I saw two of them work. One wasn't on yesterday. Uh, we, we were on the set of a Disney Channel series, and uh, and the the main kid, he's who's like, he can't be more than like 10 or 11. 11 I think uh, and the other, and the girls are, there's one girl that was older. She's like teen, and but there's two girls who are younger. Um, I saw one of the younger girls work as well. They're like, they come on set, and they, they're just like, the, the dialogue coach from across the room is yelling what their line is if they miss their line and they're being touched up and the director's going, okay, so come in here this time faster, sweetheart. And this like eight-year-old is like, okay, boom, nails it, you know, gets dialogue out, plays a scene, you know, honey, can you come in a beat sooner? And and your line was, I don't like it. Okay, boom. And it's, it's chaos. And these kids just do this performance that's like, I was like. <laughs> I, I, I would be wetting myself at seven if I was, you know, subjected to this kind of a thing. So, it's child actors are are you know the really good child actors are a special thing unto themselves. Yeah. They they are a mutation. <laughs> uh, they are not normal kids. Beautiful city, and this right here, this scene. Fuck! Fuck down in front. This yeah. scene needed to happen. Look, this scene and is, it's amazing. This is this is one of those things. It's like this is when, this, the guy, when he's running around a, and this is a great know. scene. Yeah, and the movie has many yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. But the the string of pearls doesn't. Yeah. But damn and this is and this but is a, such a perfectly horrifying. Yeah, this oh, is a great scene, and because it's so horrifying, and because it's so, I've never seen anything like yeah. that in a time travel. Like this is the dark side of the Back to the Future yes. rules of time travel. You yeah. said he got the idea from the photo in Back to exactly. the Future. Exactly, and as a, as a result, it, well, it certainly yeah shows. As a result, even though it makes no sense. Yes. It cannot work like as pieces you of him are disappearing. For scene. Yeah, as pieces of him are disappearing, it's like well, there's a certain point where you know he's lost his legs and stuff. He's like, well, like, he could never have gotten to that point in the first place if he if never he had those, those legs, legs in the first place. But it doesn't. Matter. I don't even care yeah. because yeah. because the scene oh, is so he awesome. His hand and fingers yeah. come. Yeah, and and I love the way it's done. It's done between edits for yeah, the most part. You don't part. actually see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, except, except for when you do at the end. Yeah, at the beginning you don't see it. the nose is the bad one. Yeah, but it cuts to the nose, but it's very quietly another one of his fingers is gone by the time his hand comes up to his nose. But my question is, well, why is he going there? Uh, right. to, to turn himself in, I guess. Well, but, to but why? Yeah, I mean, oh, but they've gonna, already they've already hacked him to bits. You yeah. know, it's like what's what's the I, rush now? I guess you're. I guess that's right. What do you don't kill me, which you clearly have already done. Yeah. Well, the intention is for him to get there so they can kill him. I guess which so they can kill him without but, without ruining the, the his previous life by making him. But I agree with Trey's it. point. I don't understand his incentive to go get killed. Yeah. Yes, stop mutilating me. I didn't. I which, might be missing. By the way, I didn't. I didn't really understand. Those are the. That's what traffic lights look like in the future. I thought that was a weird flare thing going on. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, yeah. oh, but that's that's, cool. that's what they it, like. It took me till the second viewing. I noticed it the first time, but I was like, "Is that a lens thing? What is that?" And then I realized, "Oh, those are the lights. The that's lights really are cool. bands across the street." That's instead genius. of uh, can we implement yeah. that, please? Yeah, I would so, like to do that. So that's cool. So you know, a hologram. So it's a it's a literal bar. It's like a yeah. wall going. Yeah, yeah. stop. Like, go. Yeah, nice. Just a just an outstanding, gripping, horrifying scene. Yeah, absolutely. All you know, all the problems with Looper are there, and you know, it's the sliding scale thing. We talked about how Twilight shouldn't have been okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you get so close to being like a, a movie for the ages, no. it hurts more when there's problems like this. And there's yeah. really quite a few in Looper. As much as I love it, you have to be fair and go. 
intellectually dishonest to say that this movie doesn't have some yeah, problems. Yeah, it's like it's like if you're if you know if you're watching a race, it's like the guy who barely gets five feet and then falls over and and is breathing all hard. You're, you're <laughs> he didn't well, have a chance. He well, didn't really have a chance. Jerry, he, the he guy made to, he made it to the stadium that yeah. morning. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy who the guy who runs the whole race, he's out in front and passes out like a foot from the finish line. That's the one where you go no. It's the, what's the what's the name of the gymnast that's like broke her ankle on the dismounts mm. in like oh, the yeah. 80s in Olympus in the 80s or something Ouch. but yeah it's that, it's that basic to. idea yeah. yeah even though i think she nailed it anyway that's, yeah. yeah although although this this movie makes me more go like dude if you had just put both running shoes on <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten all that gravel in your foot you could have run even faster mm. <laughs> yeah your form is amazing but let's just talk about your overall game plan <laughs> yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> and, and like again you know we talked about it already but ryan can really put together an image his dp is just kicking ass on this movie Oh, yeah. It's just gorgeous. It's so cool. And, you know, the anamorphic flares don't really bug me, but they're odd. They're oddly, they seem almost subtractive in a way that flares don't usually do. Mm. I think that's the result of color correcting the flares. Um, Possibly. I mean, they're they're really there. They shot anamorphic. Well, yeah, yeah. But. It's just, I think as a result of doing a color correction over it, you have the ability to suck the light out of what was initially there. Possibly. And it just feels like this weird sort of non-additive flare thing. But I don't care. I think it looks cool. I mean, there's not much to look at in this scene. Yeah, well, the, you know, notable two exceptions, <laughs> but there's not much to look at in this scene. And it's, you know, just the the space in the conversation where I wanted to say again that I think did it's any, gorgeous. Did anyone else think it was a little on the nose where he said, I let my best friend get killed for silver? What's that in refer to? What do you uh, mean? Judas. Judas oh. sold Jesus oh. for a piece of silver. No? Okay. Oh, just no. In that case, yes. <laughs> but I didn't notice it, so it passed. Fair enough. But then again, I, I'm not well read. So, fuck me. What's going on with the makeup, Trey? How are you feeling about the makeup? I, I'm always bugged by, I'm a little bugged by his lip. Yeah, the his, lip looks his weird. His lip looks a little, makes him look like a character from a Jerry Anderson puppet show. Yeah. The the, the, but the lip, lip is where it? Bruce Willis really is yeah, on, no. in that uh, makeup. <laughs> no, in the makeup no, job. No. You know the lip is I mean? where Bruce Willis it's, lives. It's a totally, totally valid statement, just <laughs> yeah. out of context. Bruce Willis is totally in the lip. Yeah. yeah. The lip is where Bruce Willis is. <laughs> but, okay. uh, but do you think, uh, you know, you're the guy with makeup yeah, and prosthetic yeah, well, experience? Yeah, what little I have. It's, I mean, it's good. It's, it's. It's not like I'm I'm looking at uh, you know I'm, I'm thinking constantly yeah George, George Joseph Gordon Levitt with a big rubber head on um, so you stopped paying it's attention well, to it no I no I not, I wasn't bugged it took me a while to kind of go oh I guess he is wearing some makeup that's not really what he looks like I think it's um, great it's just that lip that lip is just a little too clean and perfect I mean Bruce Willis did not have that lip when he was younger. Um, you know, like I said, Bruce Willis was always already on TV when he you you can go on Netflix and see what Bruce Willis looked like. And obviously, we're you know they, they didn't make him look exactly like Bruce Willis because you can't, and that's perfectly okay. But uh, but that lip is uh, that lip is just so straight and perfect. It kind of just for me it's, it's, always, it's, it's, it's the eyebrows that. that I go to. But yeah. I think it's not necessarily bad makeup. I think it's that Joe plucks his eyebrows because mm. <laughs> <laughs> they they have that thing. Like I when I was at the Dave School, a guy that was there, uh, his wife insisted on him plucking his eyebrows, and they had that exact. Same look where they're too crisp. Mm. Like it, we, we accept yeah. it on on girls because we see it all the time, but on a guy, it's sort of like your face looks photoshopped. His, his wife insisted. <laughs> Please tell me you guys didn't give him endless amounts mm-hmm. of shit for that. No, it, it was kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> Just sort of like, oh yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Now it seems to be implied in this, and and some people have raised the question. Again, some people will will raise a an issue with a movie that I don't have an issue with at all, and one of them is the mechanics of the time travel, which they don't. Exp- take much time explaining, no. which is a good a yeah. good thing. They very willfully refuse yeah. to explain it. As but, a matter of fact, exactly. he start, Bruce Willis starts shouting about it. Yeah, like just shut up. <laughs> but, 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 but what is implied in the way it works is 
that the time travel has no control over neither the time or the place that something gets sent to that, you know, the reason Bruce Willis is late is because he was busy killing some guys in the future who would have sent him back a few minutes sooner if they hadn't. And the fact that, you know, someone raised the theory and I don't know if it's ever explicitly said it, but I I think it's the best explanation is this is where that place is that you're not moving through space. You're only moving through time. And so that's why the the planet moves. Well, but that's the problem with time travel. Marty should have been in deep space too. That's the problem (laughs) with all of time travel movies. But, uh, you know, if you shot, that's gorgeous. But the idea of, you know, that if, and like I said, that's great. Stick with that. You know, that's the answer. That's the explanation. That's great. Because then it's like, okay, it's it's always 30 years to the second. And so Bruce Willis was, you know, behind schedule late, in the future. So, yeah. so he's late here. Yeah. And why this cornfield? Because this is where it is. We don't get yeah. to choose where that is. Later um, there will be a building here. Exactly. I'm, I'm, Although why, he, why they flew him all the way to that cornfield from China is... Anyone's guess <laughs> yeah. in the I, future, but yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. that's where the time travel machine is, I guess. Yeah. Apparently, it's not that easy to to build one of those things. He did go to China. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. I hadn't put that together. Yeah. together. And there are multiple. I mean, yeah. there are, he does start, go to France. Multiple first, loopers, and no, I think he just goes straight to China. He just goes to China. Well, let's, but he, let's talk about uh, Bane uh, throwing throwing Bruce Wayne in a hole yeah. halfway around the world in uh, that last Batman movie. Yeah, let's not yet. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's like deja vu. The the I don't know if anyone else saw that, but I did. Yeah. You could you they had a device where you could look back in time. Right. You could see back in time, but it was it was like playing a tape. It's like this is exactly six days ago, or however much yeah. it is. Exactly. We cannot rewind. We cannot fast forward. We are seeing it's just a live feed. Yeah, we're seeing so a live speed. feed yeah. of, watching of the tape days ago. Exactly. They can so, record and play back once they've captured it, but yeah. they can't go farther back in time because right. that's when the space time continuum becomes too hazy to to re- which is from a uh, Isaac Asimov story originally. I, you know, it seems like that could everyone's be, uh, everyone's made some bullshit version of that, uh, yeah. that story. What but a yeah, weird, yeah, interesting they, contrivance of the time travel. You could probably tell a story about. Yeah, that. you could probably come up with yeah. a story. You know, like as if you know, what if the time machine had to be moving fast? Uh, you could probably get some uh, mileage out of that so to speak yeah. uh, how fast i don't know 88 something like that we should yeah, it's uh, all it's all bullshit and again it's it's oh. we've, we've talked about you know the magic bean is as long as the magic bean is clear and understandable and, and you consistent. go these are the rules of the magic bean everybody got it here's my story about that magic bean yeah it's totally legal anything's legal so as far as the time travel goes i feel that they did just fine because they didn't yeah. get into you know this is how it works and it's very specific and it's a la a la, you know, one of the few things that was that was decent about, uh, you know, God forbid, the late, uh, the late great uh, crappy Jurassic Park TV show that we talked about, uh, Terra Nova, is, you know, the wormhole takes you where it takes you. You either walk through it or you don't. That's the deal. There's nothing else to it. You know, it's like, why the dinosaur era? Because that's where it goes. <laughs> you know, it's like, I didn't build the fucking thing. I mean, that's, that's fine. All of that is just to get people into a scene with dinosaurs. That's fine. That's what a magic bean is for. So, so I, I, as far as if this movie had just stuck to time travel and just played with the ramifications of that and had found a way to like, you know, just a guy coming back to go, I'm you and I don't want you to ruin your life the way I did. You don't need a telekinetic kid to tell that story. Yeah, right. You didn't need that. You could have told a story without the telekinetic kid and told a much cleaner, more straightforward story about a guy who keeps trying to fix his past and, you know, fucks it up X number of times. And, and the annoying people on the internet wouldn't be mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the... Uh, Okay, so so here's where it gets this. Now we're looking at what happened to Bruce Willis. Right. No, yes. I understand that, but the question the the question then becomes, and and it's like you can get away with because another thing that that comes up when I get into 
conversations about this movie is, you know, people eventually back back into the corner of, well, it's time travel. It just never makes sense. It's like, okay, but <laughs> that's generally okay if the time travel is just kind of the, the vehicle that gets you to the point of telling the story. But time travel, it's the mechanics of time travel are so central to what goes on in the plot that it gets more in your face and the, the inconsistency of it becomes more apparent on first viewing as opposed to later thinking about it, you know, refrigerator logic type of stuff. Because right here we're seeing, okay, this is the first time he successfully closes his loop and does the whole thing. Bruce Willis is still late. This is Bruce Willis unfucked with life. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis is still late the first time. Well, but he's late because he is that Bruce Willis, I guess. Right. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are watching what happened to Bruce yeah. Willis as of this second. Yeah, he's yeah. still it's late. all about to be different. He's still late, but he he still manages to successfully assassinate himself. Goes on you know, close this loop, moves into the, <laughs> like the by, devolution. By the way, uh, we, we don't need the following shot. No, yeah. we don't. It's like that the devolution. shouldn't be there. It's the devolution of Gollum. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> he looks like Brad Dourif. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's that one shot made me go, ooh, yeah. Didn't yeah. need it. Just, just, just don't need it. it. Well, the, you the, needed the to, problem is the, the shot was isolated. They just yeah. needed to work yeah. that into a larger and one. Not feature it's yeah, you, needed, yeah. you needed to see them because the next time we see him, he's got no hair. So I think there was something where it's like, we need to show him with the same hair so that you understand we're talking about the same character. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking. I, me and Brian are on the exact same page here. It's yeah. just it was the implementation yeah, yeah, of yeah. that. No, I, said, yeah. I would have. I Good would have. Call, just my thought would be do a, do a parallel of him looking at his hair, going "fuck it," I'm just shaving it. Yeah, you know, just and but not show him like so with that reveal. Like, and now he's become Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, you know, origin story. <laughs> Andy yeah, Serkis has turned into Gollum. Yes, exactly. But um, it was the same problem in Lord of the Rings too. That one, yeah. that one yeah, transitionary moment. Yeah, was the like, one Ugh. where he's not digital and he's, no, yeah. yeah. But the uh, the it's hard. It's it's not easy to do that. So the question to, to me then becomes God it's gorgeous. It, what's not clear is how he manages to what is it that what external force allows him to change the loop to change the pattern so that when he goes back his head is uncovered and he's able to punch himself out which he was not able to do the first time. What's different? What is he a, why? why how can he do that? What what yeah. facilitates that alteration to the timeline? The power of love. <laughs> Um, so on. he didn't uh, have wait, that the first on. time. No, wait, you're right. But how did like? Yeah, I'm thinking. It is like you know, yeah. He I'm was. Sure, I'm he sure there's was, an answer to that question. He was late. <laughs> the, that one was late, which suggests that the loop is closed, yeah. and yet it clearly isn't because that Bruce Willis did not appear ready to fight himself yeah. off and not get shot. He came back the conventional way with the hood on. So why was he late? Yeah, uh, we understand why he's late the second time. Why do they have to kill them in the in the past? Why can't they kill them in the future and just send back the body? That's a very good question. Maybe the they, maybe it sets yeah. off you know tracking or whatever. They, 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 the excuse they give. I, is because they talk about the tracking, so and, yet, close, yeah. and yet as right. other people have pointed out, it's like well they just wasted his wife, and that didn't seem to be a problem for yeah, anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, they seem to be able. Are to, they going to put her well, body? That, in the okay, yeah. so well that's the other issue with the whole with the whole premise is the reason they send people back in time to kill them is because you can't dispose of bodies in a way right. that gets them off the radar. But you can in just any be other disposing way. of the body without having to. Well, well, my point is if. If society is so close to the point where if you just toss a guy in the ocean, they'll still know where you tossed him. Right. Why does that not apply to the fact that <laughs> yeah. the guy disappears yeah. right where this time machine? You know yeah. what's weird? A lot of people disappear in this factory. Yeah. And there's this <laughs> we weird time machine like machine yeah. here. Well, that's the thing I love about um, the Doctor Who episode Blink, uh, because the, the, the premise of that and the Weeping Angels is what they'll do is however long if say say you're 25 and you're going to live to be 75, you have 50 years of your life left. When they touch you, they send you 50 years in the past and let you live to death. 
Huh. So it's like you, you just cease to exist now because you went into the past and lived to death. Hmm. It's just a really cool idea. Um, it's the, 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 the wife getting shot. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, by, the, by the way, small, this isn't like, this isn't a negative or, nitp- or anything. It's just amusing. Bruce Willis is left-handed and he is being left-handed quite a bit in this movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not. <laughs> so it's uh, like, there's supposed to be, the, which, which I didn't really realize until the shot where Bruce Willis come, runs up and punches him and gives him a left hook mm-hmm. instead of a right, but like he writes down the numbers on his right. on his right palm because he's using his left, and when he goes to the convenience store, he's grabbing things with his left hand a lot. Um, and I was that made me that made me actually go back and go, did they have Joseph Gordon Levitt performing it left handed? Right. And, and, and no. that one that one just kind of slipped. And the you cracks. know, fuck it. That, that, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that makes this movie bullshit or anything. I just Mike, thought it was amusing. Mike, to point would out. you let up for just a little <laughs> bit? Jesus. <laughs> now he he. My understanding is that they did a lot of sky replacements to be very specific with the clouds. Well, was there well, any well, no, kind just, of just the one? Uh, okay. They just wanted that one scene to always have that funky cloud, so you can oh, so you knew you it was just the can cue in one. and go. Okay, gotcha. I know it's the same because they go back. They show that scene three times. Okay, yeah. so of they just wanted it to you know to be obvious. That's he always the same kills cloud. people in the same place, and he tends to wear the same thing. So they wanted one where it's just you know there's a visual. Okay, that makes sense. Just a cue that you know which ones you're talking at. I oh god this. Fuck Looper, damn it! <laughs> I love you. And go on. It's just, it, it's so cool. Forty minutes, everybody. The, That's the, 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 the like the non-determinative time travel shit where his memories are getting rewritten, so he can actually sort of remember where he is right now. Yeah. Sort of. I like that. I love that. I love so much about this movie. Stop! It's vibrating wrong. Ah. <laughs> well, it, because I, I I hold like like Brian was saying, I hold two conflicting <laughs> opinions at once about Looper. Yeah. Because it's so fucking pretty and cool, and the, when, when it's smart, it's smart. When the scenes are working, they're really working. Yeah. But then it's it's a very frigidologic movie. Yeah. You know what I would have loved too in this in like if uh, if if they'd if he'd let. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt get a little more messed up over the course of things. So, like, he falls off the roof and lands on a car, and the rest of the movie, Bruce Willis has a limp. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, just instantly, just, oh, fuck. Uh, there goes my hip. Great. Oh, Gotta- <laughs> I love the whole Kid Blue thing, by the way, too. Kid Blue is... Awesome. Uh, I think I, I love the character. I love the actor. I've read a lot of interviews with him because he's just kind of a funny guy to listen to. Uh, but what I love about his character is... He is such a pathetic shithead, yeah. and you 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 actually feel for There's him, such, but, even though he's powerfully dumb. When he well, when he had, we were he's like, really bad at his like job. You, like you said, we were watching uh, some of the, you know, we were rewatching some of this while we were um, waiting to get the the proper version of it uh, with subtitles, and uh, yeah, we were. Um, watching and there there was the scene where you know he's he has to turn in his gun and badge, but really just his gun. And I just wanted you to be proud of me. Yeah, or say I did good. And it's like. How is there such pathos for this character who amounts to nothing ultimately, but they're doing it's doing so much so much with the character. It's not ultimately paid off, but it's a lot of good work done with him while he's there. Yeah. You know, I I, I just damn it. Fuck. This is a great shot, which I'm I expect is probably cobbled together from a couple of shots to accommodate the stunts. Probably. That's probably why there's that weird camera move off to the left for a second there. You see what I'm saying about the lens flare, though? It, it doesn't actually look like it's screened on. It just looks like a color correction yeah. across the screen, which is which is weird. I think they sometimes do look like that, though. Yeah, good yeah. city, good city. <laughs> you good give city, good, you give you give good city. Who did the effects on this? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Oh, yeah, pull it up because I want to I want to give some props. Negative, uh, probably. Yeah. So. I'm getting to the point where I I have like a, a serious 
like what was that we we needed the word for a crush on a on an older figure but you don't actually find them sexy you just love them and want them <laughs> to be your dad like a dad crush on Jeff Daniels like I think yeah. he's just outstanding every time I see him it's like a bro crush but for somebody you want to be your uncle yeah it's like I I powerfully wish Stephen Fry would be my uncle you know or Alton yeah. Brown or one of those guys I have that going on with Jeff Daniels too I just love him and everything and I also think that. For, for, aside from the joke that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in everything because he is, yeah, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is really good. I think he's a really he outstanding actor. He is really good. We might, you know, I, I, I think Speaking whoever's running, actors. whoever's running his career is smart because they're not letting him do just one thing. The way that I think, like Melissa McCarthy is in. That's what a manager is for. She's in trailers what, yeah. for three different movies, playing the exact same character right now. Yeah, and I feel bad because I'm like, well, she was in Wedding Crashers. Everyone loved her. They put her in four movies where she gets to be the crazy, outlandish fat yeah. chick. That's but thing, what's yeah. going to happen is we're going to get sick of that character, and she's not going to get hired again because there wasn't any range there. I'm sure she could do that, but that's what she keeps getting, you know, it's, hired for. Yeah, but it, Joyce Gordon-Levitt doesn't have that going on. It's yeah. Jack Black. It's like, yes, Jack Black is funny when he bees Jack Black, and then when he's in that yeah. movie with. Jim Kate Carrey. Uh, I was like, why are you in this movie? Jack uh, Jim Carrey kind of, you know, stemmed it over a little bit towards the... He, he tried, but boy... It didn't take. It doesn't, you know. So VFX, um, the, the cityscape stuff that you were just complimenting was primarily from Atomic Fiction. Okay. Go guys. Yeah. Nice. High are, five bros. Yeah. Who are uh, in Northern California. They're, very, they're actually very present on, on Twitter and stuff like that and are often hiring. So if anyone out there Ooh. is listening and wants to... You guys did them, badass so. work. Are they they're um, here? They're local? Uh, no, Northern North, California. North, no, no. But I've, I've seen them put up hiring notices quite, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity is there. Um, also... Badass work, guys. Base effects, incessant rain, pixel magic, hydraulics did the uh the guy slowly disappearing high five hydraulics and um scanline did um the the end stuff with the the floating oh, right. dirt and, and good, the shop good job there too like that, that was all, so that was all, like, all like, like no, no like major major houses it's no. all hydraulics they wouldn't have been able to smart them uh, yeah, they're no, kind of cool yes but 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 no deneg no deneg seriously no guys island. just you know so. one vfxer to another high fucking five yeah. Yeah. All, all this stuff looks great nice work Seriously, hydraulic. Good job on that. The guy falling apart sequence. Yeah, I love the joke. Yeah, here in a second. There's like, there's another waitress named Jen. (laughs) Fewer letters. I I do like I do like the little fake out where because. Seth's message said be at such and such place by in 15 minutes, so you get be at Rick's. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Or I'll cut my finger off, old man. Too cute. when I saw this in the theater, I caught myself looking for like the split screen. Yeah, I was like, stop it. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny because it's shot like it should be a split screen yeah. shot. And I, I wonder if it's like, I, I, I would give, I would give, give the, the director, did that I would give yeah. the director credit for being that self-aware yeah. that, that, you know, that, uh, you think it's an effect, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> I, that's an amazing, you know, cause you know what makes it hard is the waitress crossed right yeah. through it. That's, <laughs> that's what makes it extra special. Trick. And then you're sitting there going, wait, what? No, fucking, they're both but sitting there it, in this day and age. It's like, well, you would. You don't even need split screens anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't do a split screen practically like that. Anymore, well, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's, in this day and age, it's not a big deal for somebody to cross a split right, screen. Right. It's so. Yeah. Now here's one thing though. Um, Bruce Willis has light eyes. They're not quite so light as the you know contacts that have JJL wearing. I think they should have given Bruce Willis dark eyes so that JGL didn't have to change his right. because it's more successful to put darker contacts on an actor with light eyes than to try to artificially lighten their eyes with contacts because it just looks kind of fake and pasted on because it is. I think they probably should have made 
Bruce Willis have just brown eyes in this movie, and then JGL wouldn't have to wear contacts. For some reason, they I think don't. It, because it's always the eyes that look weird for me. For some reason, they don't like to do that. I, we just yeah. we just did Dread previously, and but Judge Dread from '93. There's a there's a plot about like. Well, who cares? There's a, there's a plot about clones and, uh, and, and eye color, and right? so yeah, and eye color. So so Stallone, Stallone is it, it? It turns out Stallone is a clone of uh, what's his name, the other guy, Armando uh, Sante. Yeah, yes. And Armando Sante <laughs> has has I guess blue eyes. So they decided let's give Stallone blue eyes, which is so weird. Like you look at him, it 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 takes a good portion of the it to me. It took a good portion of the movie to be like something is off about him. Wait, he doesn't really have blue eyes. That's what the problem is. Um, I, I don't. Uh, my point just being, for some reason, they choose to go in that direction as opposed to giving the light, lighter-eyed person the darker eyes. Is Maybe it just, because is it's it just, just because it's blue eyes and they pop on screen more. Uh, probably just know, because it's more visual. It's, Paul Newman it looks and the better. Star blues, but they yeah. do so great with the makeup here. And in the sunlight, it's always the eyes that I'm like, that looks fake, and they yeah. are. You know, because right. you know the reason that. That doesn't work so well is because your eyes are actually concave. The iris is bent. It's back on the a bit. inside of your eye, not but, on the outside. And, and yeah. the light catches in a particular way. When you just paste a color on top of it, it doesn't interact with the light in the same way. You I love that line, by the way, where he's like, "Your face looks backwards." Yeah, it took me a second to get it, but it's because he's been looking in mirrors his yeah. whole life and seeing his face backwards. His face isn't backwards. He's <laughs> yeah. just used to seeing his face yeah. reversed. Does yeah. that fuck with anybody else in on, on occasion? You're like, my face doesn't actually look that way. Yeah, well, that's why that's why we that's why we from the outside, always think we look weird in pictures because that's yeah. what we really look like yeah um it's just like we also we also often we don't like the sound of our voices because we don't hear ourselves we don't have the, the sound base, of the rest yeah. of the world yeah. and uh you know as uh i forget, we all think I forget, we all I forget, nasally Trey, from out here you sound like julian i know exactly and uh lovely singing voice and, and i forget who it was but some some, some comedian of like a george carlin line or something like that he goes it's actually impossible to truly know what you look like when you're wearing sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a Stephen Wright joke. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I'm Tegan, working on it. Yeah. Teague is thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although what I do like to do is put on aviators with a reflective on them and look into the mirror and see myself into infinity. Ooh. It's just me's all the way down, like those things at Spencer's. Nice. Well, you don't know what the contract, you know. Bruce Willis. They could have said, "Okay, so here's the thing. He's gonna have the, and we're gonna." And Bruce go, "I ain't wearing no fucking contacts." That your, could be it too. For your fucking movie, kid. You want me to wear home contacts for a whole movie? Let me tell you something. In Die Hard, I wore contacts. I got a piece of grit ray in here. Been half blind ever since. You want me to do your movie or not? Put the kind put the contacts on the kid. Right. Well, from what <laughs> I yes, sir, Mr. yes, sir, Mr. Willis. From apparent, apparently, Bruce Kevin, Willis, Kevin, please don't hurt me. <laughs> apparently, Kevin Smith didn't get off on the right foot with Bruce ever yeah. on yeah. Uh, Cop Out or whichever one it was that they did. Cop Kevin? Out. Well, uh, it was but, Die Hard Four. Oh first. yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was talking no. They were about, okay on that. It was when he was directing him that it became a problem. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. it, it, you know the way Kevin tells it, it you know it avails Bruce of all of the you know benefit of the doubt and everything, but. Hearing him tell a story, I'm thinking that Kevin was kind of a shithead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but but he tells a story that makes it sound like Bruce is really curmudgeonly. I'm like, I can see that, but I also think you have to, you know, you have yeah. to come correct. When I think, you're dealing with yeah, Bruce Willis. exactly. I think yeah. what happens is Bruce Willis comes on your set and he goes, "Do you know what you're doing or not? You clearly do not. Fine. That's even where to, we're he even at. asked yeah. uh, Kevin what kind of lens he was using, and Kevin's like, uh, uh, "I don't know." And Bruce was like, "Oh Jesus." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Bruce knows about lenses and Kevin doesn't. No. Or, or, or because Bruce is a professional. Yeah. yeah. Or, and Kevin is or not. Bruce just wants to know the director knows about lenses. No. You know, whether Possibly, he does or yeah. not. He's just doing the litmus test. It's right. like that, the Marlon Brando story where 
you know, when Marlon Brando was working with the new director on the first day, he would always do one take, which was yeah. really good. And then we'd always purposefully do one that was really bad and see if the director how the director would respond, whether the director would call him out on it, if the director knew what he was talking about in terms of performance, and if he gave a bad performance and, and the, the director, director didn't no, catch it, he's like, all right, I'm on my own. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to phone this one in because yeah. this guy don't know the difference, so it don't matter. Um, it like, ties into kind of Afro. I was just telling someone this story the other night. There's the, the famous, uh, we always hear about the rock stars who want the bowl of M&Ms with all the green ones. On right oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason is you walk in the dressing room and you see green M&Ms in the bowl, you go, okay, well, now we got to pay more attention during the sound check because these people clearly didn't do anything that we asked for. Right. That's that's just that's just your indication to make if they did that, then they probably did everything else that we need done. Yeah. But if they didn't do that, then who knows what they didn't do. It was just yeah. a passing comment that Trey made earlier that hadn't occurred to me. Well, that's how I roll. But it's it's bothering me now. He's right. Because <laughs> the Rainmaker the Rainmaker thing, we need to feel that presence more because right now you actually don't powerfully associate you intellectually associate with it when he says that on the on the screen but you don't powerfully associate with the fact that the rainmaker is the guy who's controlling the weird death rabbis right you just sort of <laughs> yeah, is, is this involved with is this pie all of a sudden yeah. as well what's going on it's here? it's, it's I, bruce's problem should be with those guys in terms of film grammar because the, there's the you know they're the ones from the company that did it there's no necessarily i don't think there's any particular indication that the rainmaker is working with looper co is he? I don't think there's any connection between those so two. So no. the fact of. that the Rainmaker, I don't even understand the connection to the Rainmaker that Bruce has. Like yeah. it's explained, but it doesn't stick with me. And I agree that when Trey well, said the we, need to, is, we need to feel why that matters. The more. Rainmaker is he's closing right. loops. But he's closing loops after 30 years when they were going to be closed anyway. Yeah, so I don't understand they're what being he, closed anyway. Yeah. And it's all because a looper shot his mom. Right. But that happened 30 years ago. And so. it also didn't happen because because that didn't happen. And then, so the Rainmaker shouldn't exist, but then he does anyway. Well, <laughs> well the head fake you're setting to that level, you're just at the level of all right. time travel movies. Well, the head fake so. they set up, sort I of. think, is kind of cool, where th- what they do is they say, Sid doesn't think that this is his real mom because his mom died. And this is, you know, obviously that's not true, but that's how Sid feels about it. So you're like, ah, it's the kid and the mom and dad got it right there. But then later, it's a level more than that. It's right. not just that Sid was incorrect in assuming that his mom died it's that apparently but for the actions of bruce willis or jgl he would have killed his mom i hate time travel movies yeah <laughs> go watch primer though it's great again it's like it's like do we have any straws it's, it's Can like we work th- this out? it would have been simpler without so many pieces to try and make fit together yes. yeah yeah you know it's like it time travel is hard enough to make a time this travel movie, movie is a zoom it should have been an ipod <laughs> yes exactly and if we haven't said it already there is no way to actually make a time travel movie make sense at, yeah. at its core level, at the right. level you were just talking about in terms of, oh, well, if you went back in time, then it didn't happen. But, so that, but, but The problem is it's also not clear because this movie, the movie tries to have it both ways in terms of this is both an open system and a closed system. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, so it it. Yeah, it's it's a trying to have both of those at once that really makes it contradictory and hard to understand. Don't do time travel yes yeah. or or just keep it simple don't don't try and embellish with all kinds of other things if you're trying to do a time yeah. travel movie. i mean the core yeah, keep the core simple, concept like exactly the, well the core the core concept here I is lulled. about a guy who goes back in time to confront his past self to say don't make the mistakes i did and then it explores several ramifications of that because the first time it kind of takes right. in a sense where the guy lives a different kind of life. But then he comes back and, and there's a very interesting argument to be made because they're both, you know, I think, I think really 
and and rightly so because he ultimately is the hero and the good guy is the younger character the the Joseph Gordon-Levitt version of the character is the one who's correct who says I don't owe your future wife or your future life anything no. I don't have to be you and and Bruce Willis show me your you know, face and I'll just never meet is her. so in that moment of of no but she was my wife and just you know for me an hour and a half ago she was killed and I need to you know save her and protect her he yeah. can't let go of the fact like it's a clean slate. None of that. It matters to you, but it doesn't matter to me. And we certainly shouldn't mess with the fate of anyone else just for that fact. Don't you know? go off like, I don't know, killing kids. Exactly. It's like, it's a, it's, you know, so, so Bruce Willis is in the wrong because he's the old man who can't let go of the old idea. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt is of the two. He's the one who's more right about, you know, just, well, then I won't, I won't marry whoever that is. Chances are, what are the odds? I'll, I'll marry her anyway. I mean, it's, things it's, have already changed. It's a new world now. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new timeline. So, so, you know, just that story, that story about a guy confronting his past self and who's right and who's wrong and, and what's the, you know, what do we owe the future and what does the future owe us? You know, that's, there you go. That's, that's a story and that's yeah. the core of what this movie is about. But boy, it packs on a whole lot of side dishes yeah. that just, you know, well, that's, that's what it's kill about. Kill your appetite for the main course. Yeah. That, that's, you can argue that's what it's about, but it's also trying to be about, you know, the, the idea of, you know, the idea of fate and destiny and trying to avoid it is what causes it and stuff like that. That's the whole Sid aspect. And now we're pretty much literally at the half point, the, the halfway point. We're and going to the, the farmhouse. Movie, the movie has gone to the farmhouse. It's going to be basically a completely different movie from this yeah. point on. Up to this point, it was Goodfellas with a time machine. And now yeah. it's the Terminator for a while. And then it's Akira till yeah. the end. With, with, with overtones of Firestarter thrown yeah. in there. Um, I, am, I will say that uh, I would pay good money to watch Emily Blunt chop wood for a while longer <laughs> because uh, uh, of, of our of our current crop of uh, great British actresses. I think she is um, um, the best at chopping wood that I have seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is. Uh, well, she's she's phenomenal. I mean, I. I the award I, for best chopping wood chopping by wood. a British actress. Well, goes to Emily's got this one walking away. Samuel L. Jackson. You know, what? and everyone's disappointed. The, the, well, last night, last night, um, uh, I was talking to Paul, and he pulled up this list. I don't know where he saw it. Weird trends in movies last year. Weird trends in movies in 2012. Like just, a guy putting his fingers in another guy's mouth. Yeah, like there's like five movies. movies. I saw that, yeah. And, there was, and it was like um, a character played by a particular actor screaming the name of another character whose name is Richard Parker. And that was in like two <laughs> movies. <laughs> and, and so I wouldn't be at all surprised if it, if it were... British actress playing American Chopping Wood, if that were in like <laughs> three movies think. at least in 2012. Well, uh, Kate Winslet would probably be pretty yeah. good. At that. <laughs> Emily Blunt is amazing. I first saw her in The Devil Wears Prada. She had a, yeah, a yeah. supporting role in that. She was like the, the villainous. She, kind was, of, she was the snooty The secretary. sub-villain. She was the lieutenant villain. She was great in that. Um, I, I saw her without realizing I was seeing her in uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Um, she was in there. So it was Sherry Appleby and a couple other people. Yeah, but Charlie Wilson's War is like, you know, well, she's, you know, you will not forget her in Charlie Wilson's War if you see it. She, she appears early on and she's wearing lingerie like few women have ever worn lingerie in a movie. No she's, chopping wood, though. No chopping wood, but she's working her way up. But she's actually spectacular. Uh, she has a supermodel body, but she's a really good actress as well. Poor thing. She's, uh, you know, and here she's being like a southern girl, which is uh, and getting away with it. Doing yeah, she right. does the accent well. So I think she's really, she's, you know, she's obviously a respected actress now and getting a lot of good roles and, and, uh, you know, slumming it a bit here, but, uh, God bless her. She's, Hey, if she's going to do genre stuff, that's good news for us. That's right. Good for her. 
Her and Naomi Watts are our are go tos right now. I can't get a beat on Naomi Watts, man. I really like Naomi Watts, and I, I want to see The Impossible. She's nominated for Best Actress for it, and uh, and uh, I was supposed to get a screener. Damn it, that was well, that was a screener that they said everyone was going to get. I didn't get enough it. free movies. The Impossible, yeah, <laughs> My free government blowjob robot broke. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> so, thanks, Obama. Yeah, where's my screener for The Impossible? I am outraged, but apparently that's really quite good. So yeah, it's now it's the other movie. Oh yeah, and he's also a drug addict. Yes, that's evidenced by the. That was fun. I wonder the if that was in frame camera. Is getting weird. You it, could have done that in post easy, but I, you could have done it in camera though, because the anamorphic, you know, breathing. Uh, oh, might have been able to do it. You could have, but the focus in it that would have been. That oh, you're be right. A, the focus would have changed. And, yeah, and I don't yeah. Know it'd be a result so, of yeah. focus changing. Yeah, probably in post, but it was cool. Yeah, what so the here's hell? a scene where I feel so sorry for this guy. But then this 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 is the, like the swan song of this version of the movie. Yeah. Like it really isn't this anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Point. He escaped to a different movie. Oh, can yeah. we follow him? Well, it'll take a while. <laughs> it's a whole other genre. It's a sir. whole other genre, sir. It's going to take hours. <laughs> All right. I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just the way that actor's hairline works, but his hairline really does look like Jeff Daniels's. Uh, earlier on the movie, it's more clear because I really did assume Jeff Daniels' hair is different here, but that's what his hairline looks like. And I wonder if they did that on purpose or not, and just he, to make he, you think that that's the same. He character. does pass for a young Jeff Daniels better than JGL does. <laughs> JGL passes for a young Bruce Willis. You could totally buy that they are the same guy if if that's what the movie ever intended. Which you know, has do you think has it that ever a, been mentioned? Is something is that something that we just kind of everyone go, asks? But yeah, yeah but, do you think it was a conscious, uh, you know? Part or ambition? It was something on the cutting room floor, maybe. That, that that is the kind of thing that I that I could conceivably see. That was part of the movie, and then they took it out in editing. That yeah. is something I can see that you could do, yeah, conceivably. But there's there's it's no amazing. way to know unless unless and it would have you know, it would have been interesting again had the movie just been the one movie, like to show the two different sides. Like there are two pairs of the same character and how they yeah. interact with each other. One guy is actually trying to please his older self <laughs> and like, I can't wait to be you. And the other's like, the last thing in the world I want to do is be you, dude. Right. You know, it's like, it feels again, it just feels like that could be interesting. Yeah. It, it was, it was recently talking about some movie. It's like, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure a PA was walking across the parking lot with a stack of printouts and dropped them and <laughs> just shoved them all back together. And that's how this movie got written. <laughs> because it's like, that wasn't a reference to this. It was a some other thing, but but it's like this is like yeah. Ryan Johnson actually had two really interesting scripts, and somehow the pages were, got, the collated, got, got, got yeah. collated wrong. There was this whole sort of print on reverse side issue, and you know it was a new printer, and no one knew how to run it, and and so halfway through it turned into the the other draft about that all took place in the farmhouse, and uh, yeah, it's really odd, and and some some movies can do it. Some movies can get away with a, a such a strange complete break. And and uh, and now it's a whole other movie, um, but this one it doesn't seem to it just doesn't seem to be working that way. This is a, an interesting beat. It's kind of a weird beat with and the, kind the, of mute, the, the, the like, mute hobo. Yeah, the mute hobo who doesn't respond to people shooting shooting guns at him. Yeah, he's also deaf and blind. He's also an idiot. Yeah, yeah, because he could see her with the gun the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I'll just Although, keep, I'll just keep walking at her quietly. That'll yeah. work. Although it does set up one of the one of the great lines of this movie, <laughs> which is when he's like, "You couldn't scare a retarded hobo with that." Literally, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the evidence is in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can see. Damn it, Looper. <laughs> I like like you said, this is a different movie entirely. If this were the same movie as the the if if we got to see the first hour of this movie, this is probably a great movie too. Yeah, yeah. you know, or, or this this could be the beginning of a movie. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a start of a movie. A guy comes out of the cornfield. He's acting weird. There's a woman who lives in a farmhouse. What's going on? We'll find out in a minute. Her kid can make things float. Yeah. By the way, just an odd note about the TK because every example early on in the movie where they're setting it up has to do with metal, like its quarters and shit like that. I thought it was a magnetic sort of deal. I was surprised later when he starts floating around things that aren't metal because I'm like, well, wait, but that's not magnetic. And I thought it was a flaw of the movie for a while before I realized that I was dumb. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily a flaw. Do they think this dirt is magnetic? Yeah. They think there's metal in these corn stalks. That's bullshit. Dude, after Andy 4 when they started yeah. throwing gold around. No. God damn you. Well, you know, science fiction means fictional science. Not an indie. Indie's not science fiction. <laughs> it is now. Colonel Dr. Agnina Spelko. Yeah, it it takes a little while before we actually realize there's much going on with this kid, other than he's just a kid. Like, he starts getting more interesting. As, well, as when he screams at her the first time, that's when it's yeah. sort of like... When, when you, well, him being it's a, actually kind of funny, because if you don't know... The first time through, I thought it was hilarious, because I, I didn't know that he was you know god i just thought he screams really hard and it terrifies her <laughs> yeah. hard enough to make her hide in like the she, safe. Doesn't, she doesn't have a very strong constitution so when her kids start screaming she hides in the gun safe <laughs> yeah i mean well at the beginning and obviously it's they're they're intending it to be this way but at the beginning he's you just yeah. a toddler that screams yeah he's just i've known toddlers that scream yeah yeah he's they're called toddlers he's That's clearly got he's clearly got a uh you know um, a disorder, yeah, but but not a a, a psychokinetic one, just yes. a psycho one, um, not one that not, not defies the laws of physics, yeah, <laughs> or the fact that he's three or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah. But the, uh, um, I don't. How do you guys feel about the trope of you know a, a, a kid calling the adult character by their name, so that in the end there's a payoff when he calls her mom? Like, uh, um, yeah. I'm fine with it. I- yeah, it's a little obvious. To me, whenever yeah, whenever it, whenever Crusade. that happens, I go, Ugh. you know. It worked in Last Crusade, but well, that was the son calling. Well, well, yeah, sort yeah. of the reverse, yeah, right. but, yeah. but that in that case, it was an adult child. Yeah, an adult True. son. Yeah, when it's a kid who when refuses to kid, call the yeah. call. Okay. It, although the the it's not as aggravated here as in movies where they go, "Call me dad." I've told you. Yeah, right. You know. Well, yeah, it, it's I've not, told you repeatedly to call. It's me not dad. the 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 Simpsons thing where Bart's calling Homer Homer all right. the time. Yeah, my experience of of families where the kid grows up calling the parents by their names is uh, if they call you mom or dad, uh, they want you to buy something. Uh-huh. Not that they love you, but it's time it's time to spend money on them is uh, usually what what that indicates. Mom, could I have? Yeah, yeah. I know what's coming. I know. I agree. It's kind of played, but in this case, it's it's true or true to him. Right. That is true. Yeah. He's not. It's he's not, not just not, doing it because he's angry and adolescent. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about, guys? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. That's the 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 issue here is that even though these are very, you know. Performances are good. The the characters are pretty interesting talking to each other, but the movie has come to a standstill because the the we now have a protagonist who is literally sitting around waiting for the movie to come to him. You know, he just sits at the farmhouse waiting for 
for a conflict to come his way. He's not seeking it out. He's not he's not trying to solve a mystery. He's not they're not going on the run from the Terminator. They're waiting for the Terminator to come to them. And and it just you know, it just lies there. <laughs> and, yeah. and what it's you- honest. It's not like the movie is making this choice and it's like, ah, oh, shit, what a weird choice. It's honest. It's yeah. just you, you have a plot problem. So yeah. it needs to be written a little differently. I, I guess I guess the issue with this at least particular section is, yes, we have what you just said. The, you know, he's come and he's standing still now. We're supposed to have the tension of the kid. Right. We're supposed to have, oh, this, there's something deeper and more fucked up going on with this kid, but we don't have that yet. We don't know, the, we don't yeah. know that yet, and it takes us a good at least 10 minutes to, yeah. to come to that. Well, we ju- yeah, we just had the scene of him at the, uh, at the kitchen table and, you know, a little bit of, and maybe that the intention of that is to start creating that tension, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not there. By the way, at this point, when JGL learns that, oh, yep, this is the kid. Mm-hmm. What he needs to do is etch into his arm. Bruce found him. Well, Please don't go kill He kids. doesn't know he's looking for him yet, though. Yeah, yes. He knows Joseph, Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't know that Bruce Willis is hunting yeah, the he does. kid. At, yeah, he does. at this moment in the movie? I think so. Maybe he's about to find that. Yeah. No, they're about to figure that out. You're okay. right. You're right. Right. But he doesn't, even if that's the case, he doesn't know that this is the kid. Right. That's right. Because he it, doesn't it's find not out. actually Sid. It, it, it would apply as well to the other two kids. You're right. Yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't find out until Sid makes the he, guy. He knows this is potentially a, the kid, but not for sure. Yeah. But he, you know, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care who the kid is. He knows that this is a place where Bruce Willis will eventually show up. That's all he's So he can kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So this scene. Is really interesting the way yeah. this plays out when when Bruce Willis has to kill the kid. Every little choice is is fascinating because there's like three ways the scene could have gone. It could have been unbelievable. It could have been um, the demarcation of Bruce Willis being a truly awful guy. I think it is that. Yeah, well, it is yeah. absolutely but, but, that. But, but more, but more, more so. Or it could be what it is, and I think what it is, and just the way the beats work, is fascinating because it doesn't say. Anywhere in that scene, Bruce Willis now knows that wasn't the kid. Exactly. That's, but you see it on his face. Yeah. The way it plays out. And he's horrified by it and he cries. Yeah. It's just – it's a really cool scene and it's really interestingly constructed. Yeah. No, no. There was a discussion on, in the, in and the, you're so, on the forum. You're feeling so much dread in this yeah. moment the first time through. You're just like, oh, God, he's going to kill the kid. And you know, you don't know if – aside from the fact that whether or not you believe Bruce Willis's bullshit thing about the kid's going to grow up and be evil, it's just like, okay, well, he's decided he has to kill these kids and only one of them is the one that needs to die. And watching this scene where it's a it's a false positive, it's it's horrifying. Yeah. And it, there was a discussion in the forum about that. Like, well, you know, not like Bruce Willis is, is irredeemable. It's like it's, I'm, with, I'm with Mike on this one. The minute he guns down a kid that has no connection to anything, mm-hmm. yeah. he is irredeemable and he knows it. You know, it's like and that's what you're talking right. about. It's like he – he says, you know, of course he wants it to be the kid. It's going to be one of the three. Here's the first one. I don't want to kill this kid. He was just staring at me going, hi, how are you doing, mister? And, you know, I'm going to kill the kid. And as soon as he pulls the trigger, he knows that wasn't the kid because nothing changed. Yeah. And that's devastating to him. But it makes sense that that's all the more making him going, okay, now I'm down to two. And I'm, I'm not going to like go, well, never mind then. I'm going to at least make this worthwhile by finishing this job and getting it done. So, yeah, the the whole – the the ambiguity of the Bruce of who's the good guy in the story is over as of this scene and you know very clearly 
And I don't think there's any issue with that at all. Thank you. you don't think it changes that whole thing a bit to see how much it hurts him, though? Like his, re- his it's not repentance, but that he thinks it's horrifying, too. You don't think he saves his own cat by hating that he killed the well, cat? I think, no, because no, he's still going to do it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> the fact that, yeah, he, well, he's still going to he's still going to kill, you know, the luck of the draw. He's got a 50 50 shot of killing another innocent kid before he's done with his day. But um, it's, you know, I, I, I think there are, you know. In a, in a movie character, you might go, oh, he can still be redeemed. Well, in real life, could you say that? It's like, well, you know, nope. so here's this guy. He shot a kid in cold blood, and he knows it, and he even admits it, but he's not a bad guy. <laughs> you know, does that argument work anywhere but in a movie with Bruce Willis in it? That's, well, the, that's and, the fundamental attribution error. It's like, well, if you just understood where he was coming from. Right. Yeah. And, there's like, a, oh. and if you just understood where he's going next, because yeah. yeah. it's pretty clear where we're sending it. Well, I mean, it's uh, this. I, I feel like this is coming from the you know, the argument that that people have about time travel, you know, the idea of going back and killing Hitler. Yeah. But there's there's a spin on that that I've heard, which is going back and killing Hitler as a kid. If you could go back and find Hitler as a kid, um, and it's usually an argument about, like, you know, the having more information. It's like, well, if you went back and you saw Hitler as a kid and, like, you killed him, you couldn't explain that to other people, but you would knew, know you did the right thing. And I was like, no. <laughs> if he's six years old, there's so many things you could do yeah. other than shoot him yes. in the face. If, if you go get back... Get him an art tutor. Get him an art tutor <laughs> yeah. who is Jewish. But, <laughs> well, he, <laughs> okay, he did a, know... A he hot did know Jewish, Jewish art tutor. Yes. A good-looking girl, female <laughs> art just tutor. Go, no, go back in time and buy one of his paintings. Just yeah. done. Yeah. You're done. Buy a couple of them go... Dude, you have really got something going on yeah. here. This is, you know, I have seen a lot of art and, you know, I know, I know it's, I know you're not there yet, but if you keep at this, <laughs> I'm gonna, you are going to achieve something, my friend. You know what? I'm going to back you. We're going to America. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to take the world by storm, <laughs> there's my a thing friend. That, there's a thing that but I've not heard. here there's an alternate and not Poland. T- there's an alternate timeline right now where Hitler is at San Diego Comic-Con signing autographs. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one who drew Stu- Superman 57? Yes, that's what's me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's a, I've heard a thing uh, on the Vlogbrothers channel. They have a solution for this problem. What you do is you use your time machine to go get all the you know evil babies and just put them in an orphanage. Just get, you know put them all together in like this weird Professor X thing where you go back and get baby Paul Pot and baby Hitler and baby Mussolini and you put them all in the evil baby orphanage. So and, they you and know, what raise you, raise, you raise evil, them, but you just don't let them out much. Raise an evil baby empire. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could use. Well, then you have. That two sounds, o- then you have two options. That sounds like a comic book alternate Hitler would write. Right. Now, now, it, as much as as you know, one of the things that <laughs> or we just did he, Hitler into Stan Lee? Did he already? Yeah. The, the oh, well, uh, I'm just asking the question. Yeah. <laughs> did, was, did that count? Listen, as, Stan Lee had a lot of good ideas. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Does that count as Godwinning the, the commentary? <laughs> I mean, here's here's my question: As much as people are going, yeah, Looper is smart science fiction. It's like, um, it has cribbed a rather sizable portion of its plot from Terminator. So yeah. we, we do need to acknowledge. So let me get this straight: There's a character from the future who's come to the past to kill his arch nemesis, but he's not sure who exactly his uh, arch nemesis is. It's a choice of three, and so he's going to kill them all. Yeah, yeah that's uh, and the, and he's looking for the child of someone named Sarah. Yeah, as it turns out, <laughs> by the way. You know, how does he come up with these things? Um, 
again, I, uh, it's not like Terminator, you know, Terminator had to, uh, and I think unfairly, go, okay, Harlan Ellison told a story that was kind of vaguely like that before we did, um, and I still think that lawsuit was bullshit. It's but, okay, Harlan Ellison got over it. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Harlan Ellison, is, he doesn't hold a grudge or No, anything. not at all. Uh, but uh, it is just kind of like, of all the time travel stories, that's... It's the fact that people are going, it's so smart and new and fresh and like, so have you never seen Terminator? No. <laughs> so maybe that's why you think it's smart and new and fresh is because you don't know anything about science fiction. Yeah. That's why you think Prometheus and Looper are smart science fiction because you've never actually encountered yeah. much science fiction. It's the same people posting on Reddit. Today I learned that in Lord of the Rings they use scale doubles. It's like, wow, you're... So you're, you're 15. You're, that's yeah. that's why you just learned that today. So you're yeah. that's there's nothing wrong with that, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just going to check out on whether whatever the rest of your insight was based yeah. off of that because I think we're we're ahead of you. So, but then we're into this kid. This is just like was he digitally manipulated? Because that does happen. <laughs> they they will do that. They will they will take uh, they will take kids and they put a cat face on them. They literally will will. Can you tweak his tweak his performance a little bit. I I I'm gonna give it the credit that I think he's fine. I also don't think they could have afforded that, even if they wanted to. <laughs> no, no, so, no. This kid uh, is Andy Circus. <laughs> oh, that's how they did it. Okay. I wonder if he could do that. Andy Circus is really great at what he does, but so far he's only done weirdo creatures. I wonder if he could just well, he, well, be, like it depends but, on how but, you be, feel be, about like Captain be like Haddock, a human kid, but not look. And not carry the Andy Circus mannerisms. I wonder if he could do it. I guess. I guess any actor could play do that. a kid, but not fall into some sort of yeah. uncanny valley of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, cons- well, maybe the proportions are wrong. You couldn't do it. Like things would move at the wrong speed. And it's all that. it's hard. I mean, you know, we had we had issues with Tom Hanks played a kid. In, oh, you're right. Fucking yeah. In, Polar uh, Express. Polar and you were Express. Talk about that. And there were some technical. To talk about that, which is completely unrelated to Looper in any way. Dude, what else are we going to talk <laughs> about? Okay. We, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, are waiting for the movie to start up again. Exactly. It's like now we're just we're just killing time. It's like now suddenly, suddenly there's all this new exposition for the other part of the movie that we didn't know was there before. However, I will I will say again. By the way, the fact that the rest of the population spontaneously is developing telekinesis in no way is helping in this part of this. That exposition is in no way helping the exposition that we're seeing here, nor will it pay off in any way for the rest of the movie. There's an interesting, and by interesting, I mean peculiar detail that the kid is so good with technical and engineering objects and stuff like that, but it doesn't actually require his use of TK no. to do he it. He could just be a super genius. He could just be a scary he's super Anakin. genius. He's fucking Anakin. I mean, he's yeah. just kind of good at that stuff, but it's not because he's a TK person, so it feels like a weird detail to add. Like, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a yeah. arbitrary it's detail. Well, because it's a... I, I, my Does that come back later that he's good with stuff aside from making the clicker? No, it's just to it's just to indicate <coughs> that he's really hyper intelligent, which also is what can make him dangerous if he turns that to evil. Uh, um, yeah. I think I think that personally, I think that would have been enough. I think the TK thing was really just because well, super smart kid isn't very visually interesting as a climax. Well, the way know. the way the entire Earth turning upside down with its gravity. Is. I th- well, I think the. And also, though, that I, I understand the, the need from script writing to – to it might have been a more interesting movie, but I understand the choice. Um, you know, you need a Hitler. You need a – I'm going back in time to kill Hitler. It's like I'm not going – what are you doing here? I'm going back in time to kill a child before he grows up to mess my life up. Yeah. You know, just yours? 
<laughs> just you personally? It's like, right. he's not even Hitler? You know, as <laughs> the Terminator. You're going, this guy cuts me off in 30 years. Yeah, exactly. This he's guy. at least Hitler? Yeah. 30 years from now, this guy's going to have a house next to mine, and he's going to grow these fucking rose bushes, man. Whoa. That just, I hate. So, so Actually, the, that gives me a cool anyway, idea. Anyway, so the, and the Terminator is the, that from the villain's point of view, is I'm going to go back. He, you know, this is the guy that destroys my civilization. Washington. You know, yeah, hell yes, I'm going to kill him as a yeah. child, especially because I'm a machine and I'm not attached to kids as it is. So, you know, that all makes sense. But uh, so I think, you, you know, I, I'm, I assume the choice was, well, it needs to be something bigger than, you know, something big. It's like this guy is a threat to everyone. He's a threat to the world. How, and how do you de- demonstrate that sure. a six-year-old is a is a threat to the world? It's like, look what he can do now. A terrible thing. So so I, I, I get the logic of that. I Like I said, I, I my, my complaint is the back half. It's like, so – but you're just telling me what a big threat he is. I mean, what what does he actually do in the future? Yeah, I, what, what, I thought you were more. I thought your beef was with the death rabbis. Yeah, he's he's he does he literally make it rain or what? What, what is it? I don't understand. No, he just goes to clubs with a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. okay. And gets that all bastard and gets all the chicks, and we are not having that. <laughs> we have no chicks in the future. This guy gets all this guy's the chicks in the, the chicks. future. <laughs> this kid's gonna grow up to be a player, yeah. and I will not put up with it. I know you, you know, haters gonna hate, and <laughs> here I am. And then he's trying I came to explain to, hate, to the mom. Bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble to gum. explain to the mom in the future, your kid fucking takes up all the chicks <laughs> this like, kid how can i put this delicately the species is dying how can i put this delicately i know you haven't i know you've seen it already and you're not in, but in the future like a horse is uh, the phrase i would use and <laughs> this kid just doesn't stop growing <laughs> that's a, uh, he's a mutation clearly um Ten percent of the population also exhibits this tendency, but unfortunately, they're all girls. So it's a, it's a bit of a mess in the future. Um, and fifty uh, percent of girls carry the gene for huge dicks. <laughs> yeah, and, and just can't stop looking. It doesn't for have them. any way to express itself. It's just it's in there. <laughs> so so that's what he, that's where he comes in, Lit, ah. literally. So yeah. <laughs> See, there's the parody. Comeback movie. There's the parody version. Is the guy who, who, against all odds, comes from the future back to the past to correct this terrible problem. And what's the the terrible problem is? Well, look, um, this is going to sound weird, but it's actually really important. I, my my wife sent me to the store. And they were out of Fudge Ripple. Now, I know that doesn't sound like much, but if you knew my wife, first of all. <laughs> she makes me pluck my eyebrows? Yeah. It turns out I, I did the research, and the reason, it's weird, but the reason is because your kid uh, is uh, alive. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's the, it's the cleanest, it's the cleanest, directest line. Someone, there's a lot of in-between steps here, but we really don't have time. Someone out there, I hope, is writing essentially that, the spec script of the guy who goes back in time to save the Twinkies. And it's, it's like yeah. he has to stop the person who bought the last box or whatever from, from growing into We need into to clone adulthood. these. That's yeah. not how Twinkies work. Yeah. Shut up. It is how they work in the future. You don't understand. <laughs> we have Twinkie cloning technology. <laughs> but we, just, we need an original Twinkie to clone from. <laughs> I've been sent back. <laughs> Oh my God! Have you have you seen the Bruce Willis movie? Which one? The good time travel Bruce Willis movie or the bad one? Or the other? Time, there are Bruce two Willis. of them. Now I have two things I have to do while I'm here. <laughs> I was reading the IMDb trivia. There's there's three. There's twelve monkeys. There's this. He's done another one. Yeah, the that's one. what they say. That's what they're saying. Are time travel movies. Yeah, Bruce Willis time travel movies. Um, a looper with Emily Blunt. Shopping with Emily Blunt. Shopping wood. Yeah. There's two of those. And twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. 
Trey, earlier you said this movie has three magic beans. Um, they got hover bikes, and uh, you know, and I, and I, I that really, doesn't, I really doesn't come with hand the, wave, hand wave of the future. future. Well, see, but then it trims with boy, your world building sucks, kids, because they, they've got hover bikes, but every, but there's no other hover technology in the, the world. Is there's the a thing one. hovering right there. Oh. That's a that's a zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, yeah, just it's like hover technology is so magical a magic bean that whenever I see it in a movie, I just you know it, even even back. To the Future Two, which uses as a as a joke, you know, at least well, okay, cars fly and you know plates fly and you know you can skateboards fly, everything levitate. You know, it's it's now it's it's everyday technology and you see it everywhere. Here it's like there's if you have hover bikes, that technology means there's a lot of things that you can do if it's already at the point where a rich kid can just buy one and drive it down the street, and yet we don't see any sign that that technology is that common. So, And once again, it comes down to, and what does it ultimately bring to the movie other than it means we're in the future, right? Because things are hovering, and that's future-y. Well, why motorcycles particularly are suddenly the thing that hovers and nothing else in the future has hover technology bolted onto it. Because the other things are expensive. Exactly. (laughs) And that's why it's not world building. It's bullshit. Damn. That should be a t-shirt. It's not world building. <laughs> your it's world, bullshit. Your world building is bad and your world should feel bad. <laughs> and I just, it's, to me, it's just lazy. It's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's right up there. It's, it's, as you said, doesn't, doesn't it mean future? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. It's, the, it's just like, uh, it's a trope. It's a tired, tired, sad old trope. The, the, um, uh, one of the red letter media, not the one he did for, for the Star Wars movies, but before that he did, uh, the Star Trek, the Star Trek generation the, movies, the hover, and well, the hover he did, and all that. Yeah, but he did the um, no, he was doing the next generation movies, and ah. I think it's First Contact where where um, Picard is kind of flipping through, you know, his his album, oh, his photo album, yeah, or generations. Yeah. But every photo has has yeah. a little like holographic strip around it, but it's a paper book, which is he's like, <laughs> did it need to be a space album? Like, did they really? Yeah. Was that the, and that's that's the kind of world building we're dealing with. It's like it's the future, so things have hologram stickers on them. Yeah. Shrug, you which know? is really and out of place in that scene because he's, that he's literally looking at his book of his who he just found out his dead brother and nephew. Right, and he's going, "Why? Oh, there's oh god." But sparkles, yeah. oh god, sparkles, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sparkles and holograms. When they started putting holograms on credit cards, that was a big day for me. It's yeah. like, ooh, in the future. I'm just going to look at this thing all day. Clear my schedule. This is landing him. <laughs> this is landing him. <laughs> this no, credit card is shiny. Hold on. No calls. No, <laughs> no calls, calls today. I just want to look. Ooh. So it's, yeah, I mean, it, it is like this. It's, 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 to me, it's akin to, again, we, we busted Terra Nova for what does the future look like? Um, air pollution and lighted billboards. That's where you live when you made the television show. That's not the future, as we said. In, as we said in Looper, that's not a, as in uh, Dread. That's not a future dystopia. That's the dystopia you live in now. Air pollution and electric billboards. If you can't conjure up a what's the future like any more than uh, bicycles, motorcycles can fly. Your future should be something yeah. more than today on a cloudy day. Yes, which exactly. Is what? Or motorcycles can fly, which is like yeah, well, that's where a lot of people go to the motorcycles can fly to, to say it's the future, but. Um, maybe you can dig a little deeper than that. And this guy, this guy is on the tip of my tongue in terms of what else he's in. Deadwood. Nope, not yeah, that. I don't recognize. He's in Sarah Connor. He's actually in Deadwood. He was he was a Terminator Thank in the you. Sarah Connor oh, Chronicles. So, so now we've come full circle. Yeah. He was actually in Deadwood repeatedly. He played multiple characters because really? he got killed off 
by one, and then they liked the actor so much that they just brought him back. It's just like <laughs> not that character, just the actor. They don't anybody, put, put a beard on him. No one will know. Did anybody ever go? You look just like those other five guys from last season. Mm-hmm. No, they should. Yeah, have. they probably should have done that. <laughs> God, you look a lot like a guy that we killed last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my brother, and I'm here for revenge. Now this is now now that you know finally someone has showed up to uh, deliver the plot. Thank you. <laughs> it's some other guy, but he says he has the plot. Okay, let him in. Yeah, for God's <laughs> sake. Um, apparently, he's carrying some plot with him. I love the I love the look right here. The little kid. Yeah, with his with his just his eyebrow up. Like, he's like mm-hmm. you want to you want to uh, shoot him? Shoot him? Yeah, yeah shoot that guy. Or a little bit of bam bam. Should mm-hmm. I melt him with my brain or what's up with this? I'm gonna make some fruity pebbles. You think on that. Yeah. I'll be right back. But this is, you know, finally like, okay, now we're about to get some shit happening, which is good. And, you know, it's really it's like this movie just so so much felt like as we said earlier, like a, a succession of what a good, you know, what a good scene that would be. What a great scene that would be. Yeah. And 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 those and those scenes individually pay off beautifully and and click, you know, and are fantastic. They just but, don't build the wave. But they, yeah, yeah. They, they they they're just there's. There's not a real and, through line. There's a lot yeah. of space yeah. and time in between those those great moments. So, but this is at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> this little this little business. Now, this isn't the. This, it's not this scene, or is it this scene? Where the guy does the guy go and come back? Yeah, he comes before back they, a before later. the kid blows. Yeah, yeah, because we haven't seen the we haven't seen the the gun safe or any of that stuff yet. So they yeah. haven't set that up. That's the scene that's that's. No, we saw know. the gun safe, but but he he leaves and then they they have sex and then the next morning there he's back. Then he's back. But um. Well, let's hurry yeah. up and get to that part, though. Yeah. I know it's like so okay, so good. Yeah, come on, go. but I really like um, a lot of I like a lot of the staging in in this. I mean, we were talking about the way it's shot and stuff like that. A lot of it is done in such a way where he puts the camera kind of like in the middle of everything, and then just pans around and yeah. lets things happen around it, and and he just picks exactly the right place and and stages things in just the right way, so that all he has to do is go, you know, left, right, up, down, and then. That but but he covers that, the whole scene without the scene yeah. yeah, and I I I really like nobody you know nobody does that that used to be very common well, it's, <laughs> but it's yeah. Spielbergian yeah but nobody jobs. does that anymore yeah. um the, right. he's I mean there are some dolly shots and stuff but but a lot of it is actually um pretty much nodal it it feels that way anyway did you say nodal nodal a nodal pan ah all right nodal pan means the camera doesn't move it just swivels Pivots. around yeah, yeah. It's, it's on tripod bougie <laughs> after effects can solve that now yeah after effects can solve a crane shot now so awesome I'm gonna track all of Little Shop of Horrors just because I can. <laughs> just because I, can. I actually, I actually have, I actually have done that. But now that I've got CS6, finally, I actually have tracked shots just to see if it can track them. Just to go, <laughs> wow, you, you good CS6, you nailed it. That's funny. So is this movie still playing? Yeah, and they're still in this hole. They're still in the hole. Were they hiding from the plot? Last few minutes. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Dude, careful. It might, it might see us. Did, did, they, <laughs> did the guy, did that guy have the plot? No, apparently he actually, he had a subplot. He, he, okay, we can come out. We it's okay. He, he went away. It's just a subplot, everybody. Just a subplot. <laughs> False just, alarm. Just a subplot. Bruce is in the south of France shooting another movie for three weeks. We just got to kill some time <laughs> and then he'll be back on set and we'll get back on with the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my Should have gone to China. 
Yeah. My understanding is that the briefcase was at, with Act 3 is on the plane. <laughs> so soon we will know yeah. how this ends. Okay, there's a holdup at LaGuardia mm-hmm. for weather. The plot has been delayed till tomorrow. Oh. So we get back in the hole? Yeah, back in the hole with Kid. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to Bruce Willis at LaGuardia with like, he's really uncomfortable in those damn chairs. And he's like, got his feet up on the plot briefcase, just sort of like waiting and checking his phone. Like, God, I should, the white should I get a hotel for yeah. plot loading and unloading only. Now here's, a, now, here's another thing that I, other people have commented on, which in which I also kind of go, yeah, what? Is the stripper is the mother of the other kid that's a weird coincidence which is yeah which that's not a magic bean that's just an extreme coincidence which again is like i is that just so bruce willis doesn't have to kill another innocent kid because i can't think of any other reason why that no, that's to, that's to create the pathos of it's this person that he knew and cared about back in the day and and now he's going to ruin her life and is it worth it to to but he doesn't ultimately he doesn't have to because they fi- he finds out about sid in his past, and then the memories ripple as, forward. As the, yeah, time travel ripple. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the intention of it. Is he's not sure he can do it because it's not just some. It's now it's not a stranger. Now it's yeah. somebody. See, he knew. What what, pos- what does that bring to anything? It's like it's I agree. Like, we I'm already know. We know. We know he'll kill a kid. You know. Just, oh, he's he's not so evil. He'll kill a friend's kid. Because <laughs> that would suck. That would be inhumane. Yeah, really. It's Have like, you no humanity? He's not a totally bad guy. He won't kill your. If he knows you, he won't kill your kid. It's only strangers' kids. You see the difference, don't you? They they're not people. Yeah, <laughs> they're not people like your people, like like people you know. I wish that all booty calls were this easy. Why? You just squeeze the frog and then you sleep with Emily Blunt. <laughs> exactly. I've been carrying around the little toy frog. Yeah, <laughs> it's just waiting for it to I go off. It's like you walk into a parking lot and just kind of hold the key lock button, and try to find your car that way. <laughs> You're just walking around places squeezing the frog. Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly Emily Blunt goes, beep, beep. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> She's on. That's yeah, Let's do it. Okay. So here we are. Hasn't really come up since. Yeah, see? And again, it's like, like oh. what, yeah, what is this? And again, it's so metal, what? so I'm over in yeah. my past two years still being an idiot. I think you're, I think I, that's it, not If right. he did it with like a matchstick or something, just like, it's yeah. not It's not a metal thing. Don't associate with the metal. She could even do it with the cigarette, you know, just something. Mm. Yeah. By the way. And see that, the idea is that if, if you can do that, again, it's world building. If you can do that, if she can make a l- cigarette lighter orbit... You you would use that in life. That's you, what I was thinking you would go, too. Yeah, pass me the fork, zang. I would you know? never. I would, I would never have to get up for the remote again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would. You know, she, some some people in the future are idiots and think that when they walk through the Seven Eleven when the doors open, that's because they're TK. They're just dumb. That's actually <laughs> not the case. So I like, thought I had the force because when I wave at the doors, they open. Yeah, it's not. That's not, yeah, not that. No. Although it reminds Aww. me of a great shot in Garden State when he's walking, walking it's past. It's Emily Blunt standing it's nearby making Blunt. fun of you. When, he, <laughs> when he's walking past all the sinks in the ba- in the bathroom at the airport in Garden State and they're all, they're, put your hand under there and it just starts kind of sinks, but they're calibrated wrong. So as he walks past them, just he walks past them and a sink turns on for a second. I have exactly the opposite problem. No matter how much I wave my friggin' hand under one of those. You know why? You know why? Because what you have to do is... Move it forward and backwards because it's a it's a laser, not a laser thing, but an infrared. Thing. Oh, you're breaking. It, the... Yeah, well, 
it's measuring the distance. Uh, so if you're just waving it like this, and I don't know how to do this for yeah, podcast yeah. listeners, but if you're waving it, okay, if you're if waving, you're like it, swatting at a fly under the sink, that doesn't. If work. you're waving it up and down, you're not really changing the distance uh, from your hand to the the sensor at yeah. all. So it's less not, likely to pick not it up. To mention, I think not, you may have just changed my life. Exactly. Well, not to mention the fact I that... I only just figured this out. Like, and well, I, I, I'm and only... I didn't read this anywhere. Yeah. I only just, oh, okay. like, kind of had this thought and tried it, and it seems to work. Yeah, so okay. I could be totally wrong. But Brian's I think not the hero we wanted. And He's I'll the back we that deserve. up because it's like, it, it recently occurred to me, it's like, it's like we're, we're, we're still... It's still new to me, too. I mean, it's like, we're, we're approaching it like monkeys. Like, how to make water come on? And it's like, but the people who designed it didn't think of it that way. It's like, how do we make the water come on when it needs to come on? It's like, well, if people are washing their hands, they put their hands about like here. <laughs> what if we make it trigger if people put their hands there? That's what triggers it. Is yeah. Just like you said, you bring your hands in under the faucet yeah. and it reads, oh, a, a, a thing and just move toward me. That means someone wants to wash their hands. And here we are trying to like talk to the device and go, <laughs> turn on water for me. How do I distill you? And it goes, dude, no. My job is to wait until you want to wash your hands. So just show me you're washing your hands. I don't know what that other bullshit is you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But if you would just is. put your fucking hands under the faucet, I will turn on for you. Your that's unusual all human I do. dance doesn't we, we all because we, we all assume the minority report where all the yeah exactly <laughs> oh just like, just put hands. your hands under the sink and it will go I'm sensing hands are under the faucet I'm programmed to turn on when that happens <laughs> but if but that doesn't work it. move it closer and further away yeah. really rapidly I, I do it to, I, I, yeah. even knowing that I still yeah. go up and go hello device I would like some <laughs> water now no, the it, worst <laughs> is when you walk up to a sink that looks like one of those but isn't and yeah. you're just waving your hands like an asshole for like 10 seconds <laughs> I did seconds. that in a hotel room once I was like what <laughs> oh <laughs> like uh, a while and I even I, I remember tweeting about it because I'm like technology has made me stupid yeah. I waved my hand at a non-sensor faucet for like 30 seconds just yeah. now. <laughs> You're trying really to communicate. The, the, the faucet just watching you. It's like, I think it's trying to communicate. Yeah. Well, you also, didn't you say you also at least once have, have tried to advance a, a, a page in a book by, by flicking by your tapping finger? It. Yeah. I, I did it by tapping it like, I, like it was a Kindle. <laughs> I'm reading it and I go tap and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it away. I'm like, I... I I'm I'm on book time out now I, <laughs> because I just did that. I did something similar. So I, you know, a while ago, I have terrible, terrible ADD. And whenever I try to sit down at a computer and focus to try to write, I can never do it. And I will automatically just before I even realize what I'm doing, we'll just like tab over to Facebook mm -hmm. instantly. So in order in an attempt to combat this, I bought a typewriter and make that my <laughs> writing machine. And in the first you know couple of days that I had it and I was playing with it, I at one point tried to tab over to Facebook <laughs> on my typewriter. Oh no! Nice. Now this is yeah, okay. A, now we're now we're at it. Now we're there, and this is you know once the once the movie gets to this point, it's like okay, this is kind of this is why everyone wanted to make the movie. Yeah, for this scene and 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 the scene where the tea cake really exactly, and and not only that, but the little the wonderful little detail which I do think is great, of you know the the. Emily Blunt is running. She's not running to catch the kid yeah. coming down the stairs. She's running to go, oh, fuck, we're getting out of yeah. here. And she tackles him. Yeah. And you go, and you, and you don't understand why. There's a perfect reaction here. Just an instant yeah, where you're like, like, what? What are you doing? And yeah. she's like, we're leaving. Yeah. We are getting the hell out yeah. of here. When he falls down the stairs, you do not want to be around. M most of this, my understanding is... That stuff is practical. He didn't want to do that CG, so he just he was call. like, I would rather do wires and remove them than, than try and CG all Good that Good for stuff. you. Good, Good for you, great. RJ. Ow. Now, I still contend that without any setup of TK at all, 
the, the, the way this is set up is like, you know, this is the big secret. You know, what's been the big deal? And, and the mm-hmm. fact that she can levitate a lighter and a kid can spin a coin helped in no way to set this up. And just, you know, created, this is a different thing anyway. created a red herring in, in general and made you go, well, why are they even telling us about this? As opposed to, you know, why is everyone with a kid? Why is everyone trying to kill a kid? What's the big deal with a kid? Who's the rainmaker anyway? How do these plots even connect? I, I would give the audience the benefit of the doubt and go, the, the dots all just got connected right there. Yeah. He's the rainmaker. And that's why the rainmaker is the rainmaker, because that's what he can fucking do. And... What what that other salad dressing was on top, I just I don't think was necessary and just muddies the water. I don't it know. Would, I it think would still if, be two magic beans. If that had, if that happened, still, it would have been it a worse be, magic. Still yeah. be two magic beans, but you know, at but least magic m- beans that makes it. At least yeah. psychics are you know back to where they should be, which is like, well, not a lot of people can do that shit, as opposed to ten percent of the population can suddenly do that shit for some reason. But, but everybody else has this artificial limitation where all they can do is spin coins or yeah. lift lighters, but this kid can. Because, yeah, at, this, at the same time, he still needs to be, you know, super duper extra powerful to, to, to portray the threat. So he still has to, even with the, the foundational level of 10% of the population has this power, still doesn't add anything at all to it because right. he still has to be exceptional. Yeah. In it's this just a, it's so just why not that, just make him the only one that's right. like yeah, that? Exactly. And that's I, why he's the fucking I, rainmaker. I think just the, the issue is that to have that, to have that pop in an hour and a half into a two-hour movie, right. that feels more like a deus ex machina than, at least you said, TK is a thing that exists in this world. Like, I see why that was there. It just yeah. didn't... Like, I, well, it's, it's like you with said that. with the world building. It's like, that's... that's it's the, it's the same as the hover bike. It's like, TK is there, but I, I'm not really going to explore the ramifications of it. I just yeah. want it to be there. And that's, so, and that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying the better choice is then it's not there. Okay, it's only yeah. this one kid who lives in a farmhouse that no one knows about yet because he hasn't grown up to be Hitler yet. Right. You know, it's like there might be one psychic on the planet right now that we don't know about because he's only four. <laughs> you know, no. that's that's fine. Right, and, but but like you said, if uh, as you said, if it ties together because he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a super tech genius on top of all that other stuff. Mm. Like you say, if he's the one who invents the time machine, too, then okay. <laughs> I guess that's, then we're just writing Phantom Menace. That's, now. Let's see, that's that's yeah, see, that's that I don't buy because, like, one or the other, uh, it, a, a much a much better film than this called Sky High, uh, which is uh, uh, worth watching if you haven't seen it. It's really fun. Um, the comedy about the superhero kids, yeah, it's awesome, huh? It's a really good movie. I overlooked it. It really, it really should have been much more popular. It's the it's the dread of its day without the uh, it's really a fun movie. It's great, it's really well made. It it, it, postulates, it postulates the concept I've never heard anywhere else of a mutation called being a technopath where there's a character who she can manipulate objects but she can manipulate mechanical objects that's a oh mechanical objects. yeah she can she can craft and and she understands sort of how to build things intuitively so she can invent these amazing things because she can just kind of visualize and understand how something will work before she's like her own cad system kind of where she can you know I see. test it all in her mind and kind of understand what a machine will do and how a, a thing will work in her brain before she even has to build it i thought you were going to say that she could like interact with computers and shit just with the power of her body as a weird mutation and it makes it that actually makes more sense than like the psychic telekinetic shit does yeah. because you know there's a certain amount of electricity in a human body anyway if you could extend that somehow you might be able to 
you know, hand wavy, hand wavy, interact with machines and shit in a really interesting you way. You say that if there was a guy who could like influence computers and the internet, you know, who could access the internet with his brain, although we're probably only about 10 years away from that no, anyway. Well, no, okay, we don't have that. We have the people are being able to control prosthetics now right, with their brains. Exactly. So, yeah. and play video games with their brains. So the anyway, I, I, again, the bottom line is there are two magic beans. I'm just trying to minimize the damage of the two magic right. beans, and I'm just saying that just make the second bean smaller, <laughs> where it's not ten percent. What Trey's of the world. trying to do is go back in time and kill yeah, bad magic. I'm trying bean to kill Hitler. the bad magic bean. I would like to go back in time and, and meet with Ryan Johnson and, and tweak his his script a little bit and go seriously telekinesis. Okay, if you're sold on that. Just don't have it be everybody on the planet because now you're – where's that coming from and why and who cares? What does that add to the story? Nothing. So. I like the way people fall down with guns in this movie. <laughs> it happens several times. I mean Kid Blue does it and, and all, you know he just – people just kind of go whoop and go down and, and the gun goes off, which is more probably realistic in a lot of ways. But yeah, I'm not even sure what movie this is, but it's it's <laughs> Die Hard Three. Yeah, I guess it's, it is still kind of Terminator. This is the the police station from Terminator. Yeah, pretty much. This is he's going to get Jeff Daniels now. Is that what's going on with him? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's wiping out the Joseph Gordon Levitt's days. Uh, well, he's operation. wiping. Yeah, he's wiping out the the loopers so that nobody will come after him and right. he can go meet his China wife <laughs> without without being. <laughs> My little shadow goo. And then the whole Jeff Daniels payoff is kind of is so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, and then There's not even a payoff. It happens yeah, it's, off screen. It happens off screen, and it's kind of like, well, what was all that about? It's like all this interesting setup and all this interesting potential ideas about the man from the future who's back here to, you know, guide our our efforts to, to keep the future on track, and now you're fucking everything up, and you know, don't you want to see the scene where Jeff Daniels tries to talk Bruce Willis out of this and say, "Look, here, let me just explain a couple things." Blah blah blah. Let me explain about the future, yeah. the things that I nem- I'm not supposed to tell anyone because they'll yeah. fuck it up. But and, you're fucking it up anyway. And, and Bruce so. Willis is like, "Well, I'm from there too. I know." It's like, ah, but maybe you didn't. You know, let me tell you a few other things. Let me tell you who the rainmaker really is. Let me, you know, let me advance. Let me, the, let me connect all the dots. Let me advance you. the plot a little bit, at least to justify the fact that I'm a character in this movie, because otherwise there was no point to me being in this movie at all. And there's, you know, right, right here. Kid blue has gotten up instead of, instead of being killed right then he gets up and he's going to go try and chase him down. And then he gets shot there instead. And it's yeah. like, he hasn't actually did, did nothing. <laughs> Happens. Nothing is advanced by him doing that. You know, by the, by the, keeping him in the movie. That, he, the, that, well, the, the outcome of the film hasn't been altered at all yeah. by by his survival, by his, any of these events, yeah. by Kid Blue, by it gives it Jeff gives Bridges. Gordon Levitt a, a complication to prevent him from stopping Bruce Willis when he needs to. Oh, that's true. That's I mean that's yeah. that's the plot reason for it. But in You're terms right. of the justification, it's like you know Gordon Levitt could have like put in his foot put his foot in a gopher hole and achieved the same yeah. thing. And uh, you know, oh, I can't get there in time. I'll have to kill myself. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of like. But, that could have been so much more interesting or that was so much more interesting than anything else that you focused on and yet you threw that away. So, Also, how do they, how do they really cash these, this silver and gold? Well, I mean, they cash it through the, that pawn shop, but then later, what do they do when they, they're let go of the system? 
Well, you're supposed to cash it in immediately. Ah. Levitt is Levitt is hoarding because he's hoarding his. I th- I also thought it was I I did also think it was interesting that he was surprised when Jeff Daniels like we know you've been stashing your bars and he's like huh it's like of, they it's, know how much you get paid and you yeah. only turn in half of that like on each kill how how are you surprised that they know that? I wonder how much each one of the bars is worth. I know that's a superficial question. It's just I was yeah. curious. Well, I think the thing about them being precious metals is that that. There's a, there's, you know, it's, it's better than paper money. Yeah. Ron Paul. Exactly. (laughs) Ron Paul 2012. Well, I mean, it is kind of clever on their part because you're never actually removing any, any of the currency from circulation. You're only really just sending it back in time. Right. Wait, aren't, I guess... No, because then it ceases to exist except for in the yeah. future. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're adding more to our current supply, but it will eventually balance out. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, anyways, where's this silver coming from? Not only that, but the the fact that since that had to be the since the hover bike had to be a visual effect, it suddenly led to a very stilted kind of clunky sequence. Yeah. Which you know, it's it, sort of like the uh, the skip in uh, Serenity. Yeah. In a movie that otherwise has been very you know elegantly directed and has really freedom of of its camera, and now suddenly it was like, uh, let's see, well, a shot of him from the waist up, I guess, and a shot of him, and again, it's like, what, there's nothing to that that couldn't have been done on a regular motorcycle. You know, there was nothing special about that other than it's futury, and you know, and and required some visual effects to be paid for, I suppose. But it's just. You're right, Trey. I hate this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's so close. It's so close. And then there's just some, yeah. So I'm going to give Ryan Johnson the benefit of the doubt and say that the studio said, make it more futury. All right. How about motorcycles can fly? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then, we're not, we're and then he doesn't have to rewrite anything. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, every time you see a motorcycle, it can fly. Awesome. Green light. <laughs> he just, you went into, into. <laughs> Final draft and went find and replace motorcycle, motorcycle hover flying cycle. motorcycle. Yeah, I love what you did in this draft, man. It's so it really po- it really pops. It's really great. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> I wish I could be a writer. Just, I, I wish just... I could the vision that you have. It's just the way you can see the future like that. <laughs> flying motorcycles. Is it just me or is it actually a trope of the last minute realization that the only way to solve this problem in your time travel movie is to kill yourself? I it don't, feels I, familiar to I me. I, so. It's I've it's I, I in time travel never. The only one I've ever seen uh, that any movie ever that I can think of is Constantine. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just like that, early, that was what I liked about it. Early it's on, like, I figured it's like, like, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? I didn't see it coming. That was the one time the movie, right. one of the few times the movie. Clearly, I think also the movie always was headed for that, and it's just it just you know couldn't find its footing to get there. But it had this great idea of. There's this guy, this old version of me comes into the past and comes back to the past. He's fucking everything up. You know, I don't want to live him. I don't want to become him. How do I not become him? How do I save the future? Killing himself turns out to be the answer that he that he stumbles on. And, and uh, you know, I thought that, I thought that was fresh and interesting and fascinating. And I just wish that the rest of the movie had had supported that better. Yeah. Because hmm. I remember thinking like halfway through the first time I was watching it, he's going to have to kill himself. That's what's going to happen at the end. Really? I didn't, I didn't catch that at all. I don't I know. I didn't see it coming. I don't know why that was in my head at the time, though. Locusts. The kid makes locusts. <laughs> With and uh, out of metal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. He can make grass f- float. <laughs> We have to stop him. <laughs> we have to stop him. In the in the future, all the grass is in the air all the time. No lawn is safe. <laughs> we can't fly airplanes anymore. 
<laughs> the, the engines get full of grass. Well, we can. It's just it's slightly inconvenient. Yeah, we have to clean the gratings. It's a pain in the ass. In the chat, Gibtown says JGL could have let him shoot her and then raise the kid himself. Yeah, is that probably the other thing? He is, loves her and stuff. As, as, as pointed out, you know, JGL could also just have shot his own hand off. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, there you go. Now, see, that's that could be interesting. I thought I but that I only buys you a couple minutes. Going. Yeah. And then it impairs your ability to further deal with Bruce Willis. But, yeah. you know, JGL's the guy with the gun at that point, so he shoots the hand off that Bruce is holding it with, because Bruce and JGL are not the same handed <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he shoots off the hand that Bruce Willis is holding the gun with, and then he shoots Bruce Willis. <laughs> and everybody lives happily ever yes. after. <laughs> Except for Bruce Minus Willis. Minus the people who got shot. And also JGL. <laughs> he goes back to the farm with, and becomes right California, stay away from here. John Doe is the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. You did good. Good boy. Thanks for not killing me. But now but now you should kill him. Yeah. You can control it's it exactly. now. Exactly. It's like, so sweetie, just, just kill that man real quick before yeah. you go. Kill him. Kill him with your grass power. <laughs> <laughs> In the chat. Braden says, in the future, allergies are terrible. Oh, yeah. It's, you don't understand. The air is full of pollen because of your kid. Look, this sounds weird, but your kid made everyone noses runny. It, it just, nothing but runny <laughs> noses. We're all sneezing. It's terrible. It's a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, there we go. Ooh. So he's, he's so he sees seen the, the whole future yeah. like, play out in front of him. And, and decides to change it. Heroic theme. Now, how does he see it? He, he's no, he's imagining, imagining it. it. Oh, he's There's imagining a, yeah. it. See, because you always like that. You would no, make sense. There's a fourth magic meaning. It would make sense for Bruce Willis to see it because, of course, that he would know it. But yeah, the 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 idea of so you just figured all that out after you just had a car accident. <laughs> well, he's, he's he's actually in shock right now. <laughs> yeah. So this is so kind of a rash decision, really. So yeah, it's it's really kind of quick the way it just like suddenly comes out of nowhere. <gasps> it's as if I cried out in panic and I was suddenly yeah. silenced. That's weird. I feel like I don't exist. <laughs> Whoa! It's also interesting they changed the um, effects slightly there in the beginning. They, they just click on. They pop in like the yeah. old Lost in Space mm -hmm. TV show, but there he. Yeah, yeah, that's that's time travel bit. versus I guess. Eliminating yourself from time, yeah. the fabric of space time. You know, it's weird that he. It's weird that he disappeared. Not instantaneously. Yeah. It's like so. His head was almost alive for a few seconds yeah. in the future, but then his feet were still. I I did like the the popping on and off thing, and especially the little sound effect. The little sound effect. It's it sounds. It, it's a little. Well, it sounds like Counter Strike. It's like when you <laughs> log into Counter Strike, it's just <laughs> like the sound of grass, and you're there. It's like <laughs> just just walking away. Well, well, that how was did, how do you know he's dead? Well, because clearly he is. Oh, well, I guess that's true. Walk away. Okay, I have solved my problem. <laughs> my wife doesn't die in the future because we weren't married, and I all I've done is. Mm. <laughs> so the rainmaker gets raised by his mom. That's what's. Been, it's like yeah. he solved the problem by killing himself. I mean, yeah, it's retarded. Exactly. But I, but I like no, that. No, I, I, that's what I like. That's that's a cool, fun idea. No, I, I like that. I just it's funny that if, if the advice that he had been given at the beginning was just just kill yourself, like as a way of dealing with his grief. Just, <laughs> no, just kill yourself. You won't care. 
Oh, good idea. <laughs> that actually would have been good. Time. If that had been like someone in the first five minutes, dude, if you can't hack it, just kill yourself. You know, it's like, <laughs> that'll solve the problem, right? Oh, my feels, they hurt so bad. Oh, you should kill yourself. You should just tell you. Then you can't, can't deal with it, then kill yourself. So, so now the Rainmaker is going to grow up with his mom and Rich. Yeah. So, which we don't know that that will not yeah, make him not exactly. the Rainmaker at all. That, that's but, how we got Donald Trump, and look how that turned yeah. out. Well, as we learned from Mitt Romney, it's still a single mother. So obviously that's oh, where so school shootings yeah. and stuff come from. So we're doomed. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Looper. <laughs> nice watch. Yeah. It's a nice watch. So much good going on in this movie mm. and just not enough. <laughs> not good enough. Good, but just not good that goes together with the other good that is next to him. <laughs> It's like stuffing and chocolate cake. Yeah. Both good things. But not in a bowl. But don't put them in a bowl. <laughs> I like mashed potatoes and I like cherries and I like chocolate sauce. I also like soda. <laughs> Let's make a soup. And I have a blender. <laughs> oh, God, Looper. I mean, so is this how it ends? I don't even remember how it yeah. ends. All right. So I, um, it's over, it's over know, now. I, right. I like Looper. I'll watch Looper again. But, God, the, the problems with it. Don't halt the movie for me. They're not like movie halting problems for me. I can fridge logic my way through it and just go, oh, fuck, whatever. But they are there. It, it's not like they don't exist. They really do. And it hurts because it's such a cool movie. It has so much potential. And it's beautiful. Steve Yeldon. Yedlin. Good job, buddy. Uh, the DP. And yeah, shit, you know, damn <laughs> Luber. Brian. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've covered it. Wow, look at you guys. <laughs> yeah. the we were, broke them. Yeah, they, were gonna, they were like, you know what? Fuck it. I love this movie and I don't care. Like, no. <laughs> just, just you know good, what? If you're sad good. about Looper, you should kill yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. we learned. Because in the future, allergies are really awful. Yeah. yeah. I'm from the future. I didn't realize uh, Senator Lindsey Graham got into casting, though. <laughs> That's, you know. Something to fall back on. It's Dark Man Looper. Um, well, basically, basically the same things that that you're saying and feeling. Only I'm not as sad about it because I came in feeling this way. <laughs> yeah. So um, you're not disappointed to learn it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of great stuff, and and I'm. It doesn't all hold together, but like you said, I'm still. I'm still a Ryan Johnson fan. I'm looking forward to his next stuff because yeah. he's taking those steps and yeah. each movie, each thing that I've seen of his, like I said, I haven't seen Brothers Bloom, but all of those things are well made. So I will, I will look forward to the next thing, but I'm still going to be having, getting into fights with people about this thing if they <laughs> yeah. say that it's like perfectly crafted. So. Yeah. Trey? Yeah, it's, you know, if, if, if this is like, if Prometheus, if Prometheus and Looper are your, I'm so glad they're making smart science fiction. I'm really all I'm going to do is back away slowly. But as I do, I'm going to go. You should get out more. Um, and or good luck with that would be my other thing. It's like yeah, it's I'm I'm not sure what makes people think that this is smart science fiction. Other than I guess I mean it it, it needs a, an infographic to make any sense of. That's I guess so. I, if it's complicated, and uh, I guess that makes it smart science. Fiction. And it's not it's not dumb science fiction, right? It's not stupid, completely like many movies we could name and and things like that. It's just it's just it's not particularly smart. 
And as we've said, you know, I, I I've only seen the movie once and now twice, and chances are never again. Yeah. And and I never even cared enough to even try and diagram. Well, does this time travel even make sense? Does it hold together? Because I just, I well, I you know, I'm sure someone on the internet will make a graphic for that if, if I ever care enough. It's it, it's it's far beyond that for me. It's just like, yeah, but clearly there's so many other things wrong with this movie that, right? You know, I don't even care if they got the time travel right because, you know, that's like saying that, you know, this this car doesn't drive, but the glove compartment is immaculate. Right. Um, it doesn't matter if the rest of them, if if the time travel, if the rest of the movie doesn't work, and the rest of the movie didn't work for me. Um, it's got some great moments. It's got some great ideas. It's everyone involved is talented and working really hard, and um, it just doesn't quite doesn't gel. And I, my my diagnosis is it, it's trying to put too much in there, and it's it's not fully using what it has in there and uh, just needed some trimming really and a cleaner through line. Cool. But it's, Oh, it's so close. And again, God bless them that somebody greenlit this and not transformers nine. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I don't hate anyone involved. Yeah. I have nothing but love for everyone involved. By comparison to transformers nine. Yeah. Certainly it's smart science, which I shit. hate everyone involved in transformers <laughs> nine. Uh, but this, uh, you know, this, I'm like, that's good. Uh, <laughs> this this movie this movie could grow up to be the Rainmaker, and I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to go. That was good movie. You should you should you should make another movie. Everybody, all you people should make another movie. That was awesome what you did, and you should make another one. Buy a copy of Looper so it doesn't grow up to be Hitler. Yes, we should support Looper. Otherwise, it will turn out to be Hitler somehow. In down the, in front and, is and weird. We'll all have allergies. Yeah, and, <laughs> and grass will be in the air all the time. It's weird. This has been down in front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash down in front. Facebook down in front show. Email us at down in front show at gmail.com. Go to the forum. It's awesome. Good community of people and cool stuff in the creations board. And it's just a good place to be. Go hang out. Seriously. Uh, on the website, there's a big shiny PayPal button. We're not asking. We're just saying. Buy our shirts. Uh, Holden Hill designed and maintained the website. My name is T. Christie. Brian Fincher. Myself. <laughs> what sounds asleep? Cheers, dogs. <laughs> this has been down in front. Good night, good night. Cheers, dogs. Rainmaker. Wake me when it's the future. <laughs> it's the, the future it's the, now, Trey. Oh. Compared it, to when you said st- that. Still dystopia? Is the plot yep. here yet? Mm. <laughs> There's a man at the door. Does he have the plot? No. Tell him we don't want any. No, <laughs> no, I clean. <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com.